Now entering Nerdist.com. True it with a guy named Kevin. True it and this other guy Steve. True it from the TV and the movies, and now this podcast stream. True it, they're gonna get chewy. True it, they might even get me. True it, but they're gonna get funky on this podcast thing. <laughs> Are you always a beer guy? It's been about 10 years. Oh, this years. is good shit. Hold on, Katie. Hold on. This is good shit. This is good fucking shit right here. <laughs> Get it. Roll it. Roll come on. It. Come on. Hot. We're feeling hot right come now. Come on. Um, <laughs> what, no, but you, you're... Are you always beard guy? I've seen you. No, in love, you didn't have a beard. Yeah. Well, that was weird because they... They made you shave it? Yeah. They're like, you're going to shave. I'm like, no. This is why I get work. Like, I'm not an actor. Sure. Right. Sure. But you are. Well, I was that day. Yeah, yeah. I acted like a, like a, a sex fiend that day. That was, I was, that was like 45 minutes late to set, and I had to do a sex scene, and I've never done anything like what, that you're, before. You were early here. Are, are we recording? Are we recording? I need to hear about your first... How did you, how did you find it? We've been talking about sex scenes lately. Yeah, yeah, let's jump. Let's jump. Oh, really? I have questions about it, so... Okay. Do you want to talk about it now, or do you want to uh, jump Kevin, in? You know me. I'll do whatever you want to do, Kev. <laughs> if you need to go in chronological order, let's do it. Well, you know, I like to have some semblance of order, but if we want to just talk about fucking then let's just you want to just jump in is that what you're well you know we're, we're talking about fucking but it's let's, a good catch for anybody just dabbling in they're like well i gotta listen to this whole yeah. episode okay let's, can i just, right. listen, I just this is a good point okay and i just yeah. want to say because like uh we just recorded with leonard malton yeah so yeah. we're dying to talk about fucking and yeah, swear and shit like lenny that. didn't want to get into shit. the filthy stuff no he didn't no we we, we is he is lenny to you talk about cat i didn't call him lenny at all well bro. we tried to know him you do too you do too obviously we tried because he used to be the the playboy that's where you were going i tried to goad him oh jesus okay oh really but still probably doesn't even look in a magazine yeah he he didn't uh he didn't bite all right i want to talk about fuck it let's talk about love scene somebody else tells me if there's typos in it i can't look at the magazine well hold on let's at least introduce our guest. But no, I want to ask you about the fuck scene. Okay, let's introduce our guest. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. We have to chew first, though, okay, too. Yeah. Don't forget about that. Oh, yeah. This is called Chewing It, this yeah. podcast. Oh, yeah, okay. First, right. we, we, all all chew, we all choose stuff. Oh, okay. We got to figure out what it is, though. We have know what it is. Yeah. Oh, I Okay, where do you go? God, give it a shot. Yeah, you join us. Oh, so, chew. And then you chew solo. What are we eating right now? Yeah, yeah you tell eating. me. What, what are you eating? What are you eating? You already know the answer to this? Yeah. Or do you just fuck with me after I get No, 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 no you just, whatever it is in, in your, what you're thinking about. Um, um, first comes to mind. I, I feel like uh, we're eating yogurt after a bunch of uh, uppers. <laughs> okay. Mm. Mm. Is that a meth head eating really? yogurt? You know what? No, that's good. But I think... Uh, it, you don't have to guess what we're eating. You just right. have to tell us what's yeah, in your mouth. Yeah, just tell us what you're eating. Oh, I thought that was a guy. Like, oh, I, I by see, the I sound. Sorry, sorry. Like, no, like no, it was no. like a bird call. Oh, no, that's like that's mayonnaise, tuna fish and mayonnaise. Yeah. Peanut butter in the mouth. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. no, it, it can be whatever you I want. I was eating a shrimp taco with uh, with some caliente spicy sauce on it. Really? Caliente? Yeah, yeah I want sounds, a hot. Uh, that sounds real good. A hot shrimp taco. Now you're going to get everybody hungry. Fried shrimp. A hot fried shrimp taco. Oh, Something fucking delicious. Something delicious. Yeah. He's having yogurt with meth. Yeah. He I'm was having meth eating. yogurt. <laughs> yeah. And that's where my thing too is I can't stand the sound of people eating. So I was like, all right, we got to do this. Is that oh, right? Are you one of those guys? Yeah, I didn't realize it was a condition. Well, it is because we well, do that. Well, it doesn't that. feel like oh, sandpaper on my eyes or anything. Well, we do but that I, I and then so people get pissed. People so, like write, yeah. write in and they're like, well, stop fucking making that noise. No, I, I don't like people that. hate that. And then I have a podcast where one time I just ordered a pizza in the middle of it and ate it into the mic for 45 minutes. So yeah. I'm a total asshole. Like, I'm, sure. I'm a complete sure. hypocrite. Oh, my, you guys. <laughs> but I was drunk when we were recording. I was real hungry. Why don't, don't you, why don't you like that sound? What's, what's, let me, let me get to the bottom of this uh, shit. You know what it is? I, I, I'm wondering, but I think it's like. To me, it's like a sign of disrespect. Like, and I, and I, Fart, I pick my nose. Like, I'm a gross dude, sure. but that one thing, if somebody's chewing with their mouth open at me, right. or just in public where I can hear it, it's like, it, that's like, j- j- you know what? Just say fuck you to my face mm, okay. as I a see. stranger instead of just somebody in public just 
Just horse mouth in a meal. Okay. I see what you're saying. I feel that way about gum, but I don't feel that way so much about if food. If they're chewing gum with yeah. the mouth closed, is that okay? No, I don't like it. I don't yeah. like people chewing gum big, at me I'm at a all. big gum chewer. Yeah, I don't like it at all. What is it? Unlikely yeah. parent. Yeah, no, I know. Obviously, <laughs> it's attractive. The, the original podcast was called To Chew or Not to Chew. No, but that's like, uh, like I'm a real horsey gum chewer, too. Like, I oh, make you a get, lot of noise with my gum. You make it a part of your conversation? Like, so, <laughs> listen, I'm talking like, like a New York hook. In, 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 a, in, a, in, a, in a crocodile Dundee That's movie. An acting thing. Where, That's an you, acting where thing. are you from? Yeah. Australia. Mm-hmm. I just watched Crocodile Dundee the other yeah. day. Oh, you did? I was going to watch that. Hold just, up. Does it hold up really? Because uh, my wife was like, let's show it to the kids. And I was like, I, don't, I bet it doesn't hold up. But you tell me it holds up. And, Lin- I, I and mean, Linda Kozlowski, or I, I think that's her name, was hot. Yeah, he married her. I know he did. <laughs> did he? Really? She, did, she did on broke his wife. up with his wife, on his for, wife and then ended up in real life with her. That yeah. dog. Did you know that? That, yeah. that, that crocodile was a dog. He really was. Crocodile dog. Crocodile at all. Crocodile <laughs> Okay, okay. We didn't, we didn't finish the intro. Uh, he's a stand-up. He's an actor. He's a voice actor. He's a podcaster. Yeah, voice actor. Love yeah. that. Kyle Kinane, everybody. Hey, all right. How about it? Let's have some claps. And a hell he's of a guy who hates... Uh, Chewing sounds? What? Sorry, hell of a what? A hell of a beard. A hell of a no, beard. It's a, a little outlandish right now, to be honest. Is that I'm it, growing what? it out for season three of those who can't? Yeah, you, a TV you, show. I, and I, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to look more and more ridiculous. And that's part of your character, though, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Did that, you have a beard in the first season? This is the yeah. third season now, right? Yeah, I've had a beard since 2007. Hmm. No, I told you, I saw love. But for you never for, well, that, that was when acting. If I shave my beard, all of a sudden it's acting. Okay. Regardless yeah, okay. how bad I am at saying the words, you, you change your look. Sure. It's like when actresses, like when pretty ladies ugly it up. Monster. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, that's what I, I monstered a, myself you, for love. That's what I did. But you win an award for that shit. Do you, don't, yeah. Shouldn't you get an Emmy? I should. Thank yeah. you for recognizing that. I yeah. believe So me. they hired you. So you auditioned for that thing. They hired you, and you had a beard, and they asked you to get rid of the beard. Yeah. They're like, you're going to really? do this, and you're going to be... But now, Naked, and you're going to shave your beard. And the worst part, people were more upset about having to see my bare face than my bare ass. There's really? more people like, oh, Kyle Kinane without a beard. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, I was naked in that. Yeah. And people were all right with sure. that. You, pump, you had ass people, pumping yeah, going on People were all right with my butthole. <laughs> yeah. But my actual face. Were there uh, any reviews that said his face appalled. is worse than his butthole? No, but that's what I inferred from yeah. the, the... But there were two the fuck the scenes in that, in that pilot. There's episode. a couple going on. There's a, there's yeah. a doggy style. And then the great one was you... Having sex with her and your mom's in the car beeping the horn. Yeah, outside. yeah, yeah. Trying to. <laughs> he goes, trying my mom's to, here. I got to go. Wrap it up before mom. They're going to buy some slacks or something together. Yeah, yeah. So you were nervous to shoot the. Well, I was, I was 45 minutes late. Why? Because you were punctual here, dude. You were early I, you to get here. I, I, I'm, not, I'm never a punctual person. Okay. I've heard that relates to control issues. Okay. I'm not like that Like to punctual show up. Either. If you show up on time or early. Yeah. Uh, the reason you'll be like con- unconsciously late to things because it's a control thing because you want to be in control. Yeah. Okay. So like, look, I'll get there you when I my get time. There. Yeah. And I don't think I'm that guy, but I guess I'm that guy. Okay. But uh, f- so for this, I just had something I was doing down the street. So I was, oh, wait, hold I was on in the neighborhood. Though. This is a big gig. Yeah. Right. You're it on is. this TV show. It's an Apatow show. Oh, I thought you meant this. I'm no, like, no, no, no. I was not on this. time to this. this oh, I'm talking about. I'm talking about love. Okay. TV shows with Apatow. Yeah. Because I have to tell you, just for one second in time, I was like, holy shit, good attitude. You're like. <laughs> on the appetizer, so, you know, I was doing something else just down the fucking street. <laughs> Forty-five minutes later, I'm like, "Holy!" I, I double, that. I double okay. book myself, yeah. guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck appetizer. Sorry, 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 fuck sorry that guy. 
Well, how are you for the lights to uh, to that show, that gig? I mean, it's got totally be- just. I, I was like, okay, this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. This is a real gig. You take it seriously. And I think I overset my alarm. Like, if you have an iPhone and I clicked it on, and yeah. I think I double checked it by clicking it again. <laughs> yeah, and that's not how technology works now. Right, is you don't just hit it twice to make double sure. You hit it twice, it turns it off again. Sure, Either yeah. way, alarm never went off. You must have woke shit up your to pants. a bunch of phone calls. And I don't care how cool you are, you must have shit your pants. Oh, I, 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 I zipped. It was all the way across town, and I didn't. I didn't even have time to shower. Right. Oh, so I gotta do, big uh, fucking mistake! I'm smelling. Gillian uh, Jacobs, everything. Gill- Gillian Jacobs, a wonderful human being, sure, with so much patience for me and my unprofessionalism. I, uh, a testament to her professionalism. Okay, because okay. I stunk so bad, and I'm nude with this weird like gopher trap. Uh, like 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 what you put on yeah, your yeah, junk, little, little yeah. love harness. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. like what you gift a wine bottle to somebody. <laughs> yeah. It's like a flesh <laughs> flesh colored wine bottle wrapping. Sure, yeah. you just wore. That, no, you didn't. Did you just you just wore one? No, you didn't. You no, thought I you went to an eau natural. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to burn anybody with that. Well, also, it's like his situation. I mean, you're with a woman. You can't. You're just flapping around in the breeze. He had. Oh, if I'm just right. For those who can't, I yeah. had a thing where. It just fell off anyway. Yeah. And at that point, we're, we're filming at uh, Van Nuys High School, which is where I did uh, Fast Times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at, at one point, we're filming last season, and I'm, I realized, like, oh, I'm running through a high school uh, with my dick out. <laughs> this is a felony. Just like the good Like, this, what I'm doing is a, is a crime. <laughs> yeah. Except instead, I get paid. Yeah. yeah. But it's on film, so and we filmed y- it. Yeah, so. yeah. No, no, this is art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I'm never going to... You should I win another award. <laughs> another award. Yeah. I'll go above and beyond and commit felonies in the sake Did you have to get the beard cable. shaved that morning, which made it even worse? Like, were you showing up there and no, you had no, to go No, 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 it was... It, I think that was... A, okay. Honestly, like, that was already taken care of, but... So I you show even, up late, you're feeling like shit, you're going to take your pants off immediately. wash the B.O. off and just get there. <laughs> and then it's weird how comfortable it gets. I don't know. I mean, you do scenes... Yeah. Like, we're after a while, it's fun. And then they're like, there's more people being concerned for you being sure. nervous. being uncomfortable. Then I don't, I don't right. care. Can I get I you got, a robe? Can I get you a I got, kimono? Um, can I get average, you a... yeah. I'm, I'm a 6.5 through and through. I don't mean that wasn't a measurement. That meant a rating from 1 to 10. Okay. I consider myself like, don't, don't nothing special. Okay. But uh, even in that department, like, whatever, I don't care. So then you got to jump out of bed, and there's a woman right there with a robe. Yeah, and after sure. a few takes, I'm playing, you know. Did, like, you, get, did you get a boner? No. No, I didn't. Not even once a little bit? That's too much. She's a beautiful woman, though. I know, but there's also a camera and other people. Yeah, I know. I'm lucky if I can keep one of those in the (laughs) privacy of my own home at this point with the amount of alcohol and what I've done to my body. I'm already thanking God I can get through the act with my special lady in my life right now. I guess that's a a talent, though. It's like, uh, yeah, Kanan, he's the guy you can hire. He doesn't get a boner during the love scene, so it's good for the actors. He really focuses. You know, the blood's all in his brain. He's really focusing on the part. It's not that uncomfortable moment with the actress where he's got a boner, (laughs) so he's going to get a hire for that shit. Well, no, but then the lady's there with the robe waiting to cover you up and yeah. you wind up playing you know the bullfight with her yeah and like, yeah, what? are you gonna get you yeah come on well that was the problem you know we, so we just shot super troopers 2 and in in that movie i had a full full nude scene yeah yeah dick flapping scene. dick flapping doing cartwheels nude cartwheels really dick yeah. towards the camera well, all it's like because I'm doing cartwheels, you're like looking at my asshole, you're looking at my dick. <laughs> it's like Django, you're like Django. Yeah, like. yeah. I'm like, I'm like half of Django though. <laughs> really? But that was, but that was the thing that was like. So I was like, all right, the dick's coming out, and it's going to be on camera. I've got to fluff myself. Oh yeah. And so I was f- fluffing myself. 
And I, I, I guess I should have known people were watching. Oh, me. everybody was watching. They're like, what the fuck is Lemmy doing? <laughs> Like this in front of the whole crew. Yeah, but oh, I told people I'm you're like, doing look. a jiggle though. You yeah. weren't doing a full. Struggle. No, it was like more of a slappy, like a slappy slap. I, I was smacking it. Katie, smacking. at any point, if this crosses <laughs> into uh, harassment, <laughs> you let us know. Well, but Just then the makeup, the makeup lady came up. Yeah, and I, t- I told everyone in advance. I was like, I'm gonna. I, this is the, my main priority. That's above today. and beyond for the makeup lady to so, be involved. She, and she was like, I don't care. I don't care. Just you know. Just keep fluffing yourself. She didn't. Right. She was. She was supportive. She was very <laughs> cool about it. She was doing my face. Yeah, I like, get it. Got my hand in my pants. I mean, we're 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 oh. standing on, we're looking, watching. It's like you flop, flop your dick around. And Somebody should get paid. People extra. put makeup on. And Somebody should get a Christmas yeah. bonus for. Well, that when I did those who can't, and I had to run down the hall nude. I still had to hide behind a hallway the whole time, and it, and uh, costumes was there with a pair like to adjust things and this poor woman like I'm on a small staircase and so she had to tuck even further mm-hmm. into yeah. this hallway but it was like a, a doorway so she was basically just eye level with my ass yeah and the scene was kind of long before sure. I come out and every time I'm just like I'm but those I'm I think real did you shower that day I'm real Kyle? I showered but at that point I was also covered in green makeup because I was a victim of an explosion in a creme de menthe lab uh-huh. okay. uh, it, was, it was an involved thing at the but end those of the are season. I think those scenes are are less nerve wracking than being naked with an actress oh yeah because it's all silly this, yeah. like, like that, my like, thing I did it in Super Duper silly naked mm-hmm. but it's it's within bed with a woman which I feel is a little bit more uncomfortable I couldn't get past. Still feeling like I was doing something wrong, mm-hmm. yeah. even though it's for work and like, oh, yeah. totally professional. It's like do whatever makes the scene where I'm like, this feels incorrect. Like I wasn't raised like this. No, <laughs> I, I, and I was watching that first, felt, like, the first scene. It was where you're doggy styling with her. Yeah, and I thought to myself because I, I did the same thing. Yeah, in Beer Fest yeah. with your girlfriend, he who might, was the actress that I was doggy might. doggy styling. Wow, with. that's yeah. and I was like <laughs> that. Those moments, like you just said, like you yeah. feel like you're doing something. And I think you should feel that way because yeah. it reminds you that you're a, d- a decent person. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. If you don't, you're like, fucking lucky me, right? Like, right. Oh, God, yeah. fall off a cliff. Yeah. You're yeah. a creep and should get maybe lost. Yeah, you should do porn. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I, I look good, good doing this. this. Yeah. No, was, nobody does. But the doggy style one is also like you, you realize that that's pr- probably written by a guy. Yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> you know. You, yeah. <laughs> And then we're doing it over a table because ladies love that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So of, you feel a little, you know, yeah. down on yourself about it. Yeah. All right. So, I, I, so continue my introduction here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So we did. You, you, we did introduce Kyle Canadian. I know, but I want to yeah. say people will know him from. They, they know him from love. There's those who can't, right? Yeah. And uh, any number of stand-up appearances, any gazillion, even lots, on every show. Jokes out Fallon, there, yeah. Conan, yeah. all that meltdown. You've done all it all. Yeah, I got Carson Daly. All that. This shit. is not happening. Yeah, yeah you've done yep. it all. Yep. You're, pro, you're prolific. When are you shooting your new one? Uh, the uh, Monday the f- is Monday June sixth. June sixth. Yeah, I'll he's doing it. You on that one? Yeah. Okay. Fun times. Yeah. I'm oh, worried about so my it's story. Good for you guys to know each other now. This is nice. Oh, this is no, good. Yeah, we un- we'll get, we'll loosen up. Back so this is the yeah. Ari Shafir right. show on Comedy Central, yeah. and you tell yeah. stories. Is there? So you guys are on the same night. That's great. Yeah, Jay so people Larson's can tune in and watch it. Too. Oh, Jay Larson's in. Oh, big fan. Yeah. Big Jay Larson fan. So is there like a theme for the night where you guys tell similar stories, or do you? I don't know if they theme the you might want to lock it up now. I don't know if they theme the live shows. I think they edit it together under a theme. Mine is. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, mine is. Uh, I don't know if it's about. You guys might want to coordinate your clothes now too. We gotta, so. we, what if we just wear the same thing? <laughs> you just wear the just exact like without them. Outfit. No. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know. Such a bit, like a so very specific. So embarrassing. That would be fucking Suspenders in a bow tie. Yeah. You have a lime green suit too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we should contact all everybody. Get Jay Larson, yeah, get Larson to wear it. And, what the fuck are you guys? Who else? That's a pretty good lineup. Uh, you so got Canadian, I don't, I don't, Larson, I can't Lemmy. believe it'd be the one that's, right, right when they see it and there's like a line producer, or somebody looking at it like, this is not happening, <laughs> you guys. This I cannot believe this is not happening. Is, You're like, oh, boom. now you got to tell the story yeah, about everybody right. showed up in a green suit. Yeah. So what your your, your story is? I, well, we shouldn't give it away. But what what's the is, get, <clears throat> is yours a super troopers story? It's a post Super Trooper story. Okay. Yeah. And what's your, what your, your. Mine's uh, about the only athletic thing I ever did in my life okay. is still a curse. Okay. okay. To tease it. To yeah, tease yeah, it. I don't want you to have to. I mean, I'd love to hear it, but I guess I'll wait. You just the teased thing. the fuck out of yeah, it. Yeah, you <laughs> the shit out of <laughs> that is. Yeah, yeah. The only time I showed any athletic prowess, it still ended a disaster, so. Okay. And, yeah. and, and, but you've done that, our, like that show like three times. I've done times, a couple right? times. Is this your third? Yeah, it's the third one. The other two times were all like. Weird sex stories, I which I have un- limitless uh, weird sex stories. I wanted to change it up this time and kind of just not talk yeah, you, about. You did a sad sex story with the uh, the teacher. Yeah, with the with the with the special education teacher. Yeah, and then and then uh, the time before that was some like, like a, a woman a, got a woman, sighed at yeah, you or a woman something. Like that? Sighed in my face. <laughs> yeah, during sex. Like just during it. Uh, Ugh. Like, all right. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, then. I didn't. Maybe she was me. thinking about something else. Well, yeah, what, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm some, sure. Another problem. You should have been like, "This is your fault, by the way." <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all on me. Uh, yeah. Uh, I wish the guy would shave his beard. Uh, uh, it was Gillian Jacobs. It was. It was. It was, it was <laughs> during the day. Yeah. Does uh, that work? Yeah. So you guys filmed this the sixth, right? And then when does it air? When When can people? See I it? never know when that stuff. Because I think this I podcast know. will be three weeks from now, right? So is it? I think they'll. It'll come out. Like in fall or something. Because they're, oh, okay. they're shooting all summer. They got a bunch oh, of them. Okay. They got to okay. edit them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay. Okay. And I think they're also. Uh, uh, I spoke to Ari the other day. He called, you know, to mm-hmm. say Check a few in. things. And he's. I guess the first season was like eight episodes. Second season was like twelve episodes. And now this season's going to be like a bunch more. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's growing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. That, I, I I never know what happens at the end of it. I just like do my story and then wherever it turns up. But I, I, another thing that's interesting about that thing which we've talked about is like the stories are a little more unconventional <laughs> from a stand-up point of view. You know, it's like you know, I, I want to talk about this with you yeah. and in depth, the whole stand-up thing, but I think like when you tell those stories and you tell, you know, yeah, it doesn't well, have a punchline necessarily well, so, all the time, right? Doesn't So like I went, I mean obviously at this point they just you don't have to audition for the show, so I I, yeah. I did like a, a. Lemmy had to audition just to know. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to yeah. fucking audition, but Lemmy had to audition. Yeah, but now I've passed. If I do a good job, they'll just have you, me. You had, to, you had to open your soul up with something embarrassing, and they'd be like, "Nah, it's not really a yeah. good fit." You know, like, oh, I, just, I, you I just admitted something horrible to yeah. people, and it's not good. But enough. isn't that true though? That's what you went to the comedy store, and there was like Nobody. five or six people, and some people didn't get picked. Well, they they oh, true yeah. true, and they they said, "Look, it's you know storytelling." So I was like, "All right, I'm gonna tell a funny story." Mm-hmm. A funny story, and the yeah. other guy I know who got picked for my my night told a very very uh, heartfelt sad story. Yeah, that like really quieted quieted the audience down and left on a sad note. And that's you know, well, see, it's still on Comedy Central. It's still a comedy show, and every oh, who is. I well, the story was the story was cool. I was just like, yeah. I didn't expect. I was caught by surprise, and then my agent was like, uh, "Oh no, I mean, it's a storytelling show. It's not. Mm. You yeah, where's the joke? Laugh. Where's yeah. the fucking joke? Well, yeah. you just you would hope to either leave. I mean, my stuff usually just ends with people like, 
Laugh at it. However, the story, happy story, triumphant story, still needs to be funny. Sad, horrifying story. At least laugh at the fact that I'm willing to tell this at a comedy show and I'm not asking for sympathy. Like, here's the comedy of my life. I've done horrible things. I've been in ridiculous situations. And laugh at those things. I want you to. That's why I'm sharing it. If I was, that's why, I mean, I had a. I wouldn't be on the stage. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be here if my life was going well. (laughs) So I need this. Please laugh at these horrible things. It's a line that I had from an old uh, special, but it's like, I'm glad I'm a comedian because otherwise my life would just be this series of undocumented low points. (laughs) Like, you think about people, like, think about all the stuff that you admit for laughs and think that there's people out there that keep that stuff a secret. Sure. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, and also, like, people laughing at things, it's not that it makes it accepted. And it also doesn't, like, uh, this is a weird ranty thing I'm going on. I'm kind of sick like of, I'm kind of sick of like, especially dudes who think just admitting that they're scumbags makes it okay. It's sure. like, you should still want to be a better person. Like <clears throat> right. this whole thing of like, well, I'm just, uh, I'm a piece of shit, so deal with it. Yeah. Like, Isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a scumbag or I'm a bitch. Right. So you just need to deal with it because sure. I'm who I am. Sure. Well, if everybody thinks you're an asshole, maybe you shouldn't be an asshole as opposed to make the world adjust to who sure. you are. But yeah. don't you think that's, it's, there's a, there's a, a predominance of that happening right now. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It feels to me, even in comedy, like it's like, yeah, I'm an asshole. Well, De- deal, deal with it. It's like, yeah. no, that's not being like anti-conformist. That's being an asshole, mm, yeah. and maybe don't be an asshole. Hey, this goes it back. also wears thin. It also wears off. Like you Dude. can only do that for so fucking long, oh. and then people are tired. Yeah, but this, of you. this is the thing you and I have been discussing a lot on the podcast. Yes, yeah. it's, it's there's a change in I think the uh, the emotional state of people now, and I think it's due to social media. Uh, it's we're in the uh, selfie years now. People are yeah. so self-absorbed, and there is a very much like I can say what I want to whoever I want, and you can't shut me up. I think the leader I think of our true. country is proof <laughs> <laughs> that I without totally get, dipping true. into that too far. Yeah. It's like that's empowered so many people. Yeah. Like, well, I just got to where I got to by being loud and being, being a, a bully dick. and getting my way yeah. no matter what, yeah. and it worked. All the way to the presidency. So yeah. what kind of role yeah. model is that for? So that works. I guess I'm just going to have to be an asshole yeah. to get what I want. Right. No. Is the way to make things happen. Uh, but I think I think, I think think it's true that, especially with Trump, <laughs> that's highlighted. and that it, But it's always been that way. I mean, like mm. like we talked about, like, like the Andrew Dice Clay character, right? When it was first mm. created. That yeah. was kind of what that character was. And then he would he would be like, "Hey, I'm not. That's not really me. It's a character I'm doing. You know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Was it? I don't know. But well, it was, but then he would prove that he still kind of was that way. Sure, and t- that turned people off. Yeah. Well, I mean, Alex Jones is that, and that that's like just a serious sketch character. I guess. Like I mean, that, that's well. I think that's what he wants you to. Well. In his, oh, I uh, think he knows it's bullshit. I think Ann Coulter knows she's, but she figured out a way to make money. I just I don't be a th- loud asshole. Well, I think that's the case. I think I think Ann Coulter is an asshole. Like she, it's not an act, but exaggerate but, but the things but yeah, that people are up to. To be sensational about it is what sells her books. Yeah, and that's I'm, why she does it. I'm getting more of a it's, yeah. the, it's the kid with like, well, even if my parents are hitting me, it means they're paying attention. Right. That's just <laughs> right, the exaggerated right. version of like. I need to say something even more outlandish. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter if people love her or hate her. And the Alex Jones thing paying attention to her. Uh, it's so interesting because I don't know if you were following it recently, but he had a, he had a child custody yeah, dispute. Yeah, right? that so was the whole. That was the whole thing, right? Act, so he's yeah. this crazy guy who you know has his info wars and these conspiracy theories, and he's a right wing kind of nut. And so he gets challenged for custody for his kids, and his wife brings up all the crazy shit that he says <laughs> in yeah. the thing. And now he's got a backpedal. Yeah. yeah, in public, he's got to be like, "That's just an act." Yeah, I don't really. 
I'm not really that guy. Yeah. And that puts him in this weird situation because he has these rabid fans who yeah. think he is that guy. Yeah. yeah. And he's got to hold on to that while at the same time trying to keep his kids. Yeah. <laughs> and I love conspiracy I love theories. That in that. I just don't like those conspiracies. Oh, yeah. I mean, those are those are the mean-spirited <laughs> well, people of the world. Well, it's like when, 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 you're, uh, when you're trying to d- create conspiracy theories to prove your point as opposed to the other way around. Like, sure. oh, I just uncovered something odd. Right. And it's leading me to believe this way. Yeah. But are you, don't you, isn't your, you have a podcast that talks about like all that kind of shit, yeah, right? It's or? a real, real loosely formed. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, we, what's the name of it? Uh, it's called Monster? the Boogie Monster. Boogie Monster. Right, okay. And it's me and my pal Dave Stone. And yeah. eventually, like, eventually after we get through, he usually has some recipes every episode. Right. Like what? <laughs> like, like he's a good shrimp taco? He's, 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 well, he's a real good barbecue <laughs> cook mm, and everything. Okay. Okay. And he also lives in his van, so he usually has some, <laughs> some tales to talk about what's happened in the neighborhood after he's been up sitting in his van all night. And then eventually we get to something about the Mothman prophecies or something okay. at about 45 minutes in. <laughs> and so we'll get fans that are like comedy fans are like, no, leave it. It's a blast. We love it. you guys. Just sure, take sure. it around. It's fun. And we go to people like. I really wish you'd get to the subject matter sooner. Right? Like, like at what point have you ever thought we were well informed about what we were yeah, talking about? This sure. is pure bullshit for sure. an hour, an hour and a half every time. So you're inciting sources. Yeah, yeah your, people uh, come back like. Actually, what you meant to say was like I don't give a shit what I meant to say. Like at no point should this be taken seriously as an informative podcast. But do you have the topic going into it when you guys start talking? Or are you fine? We it? do, and then Dave half reads the Wikipedia article. To claw on it, and then we get to it towards okay. the end. Okay, so, but it must be because you like conspiracy theories. Yeah, because it's fun. I, I like all that stuff. Have I like know? getting scared. Somebody told me like that's when you know your your life is okay. Was if, that, if you can give attention to that, <laughs> <laughs> like really, like you have no real problems anymore, and right. you go like, I think right. that sure. uh, they, they're in bed with the, when the Russian they colluded this information. Like, sure, like I. Uh, obviously, you're not concerned about paying rent on time. Yeah, that's you, you can spend your you'll time. You'll find those guys on Twitter or whatever. And then if you go, sometimes you, I'll go look at their timelines for fun. And mm-hmm. you just read through and you're like, Jesus Christ. Oh. This is where this guy's mind is consumed. Oh. And consumed Th- because it's every three minutes. 37,000 yeah. 37, tweets, 14 followers, and it's all at replies. <laughs> it's yeah. just them. Yeah. I got yeah. to let everybody know. <laughs> I got to let this guy know. Well, now I got to let this guy know. And it, yeah, that's all you know, the trolls and everything. I yeah. gotta let this. Like, that's what uh, I do before I ever engage anybody on Twitter. I look at where it's coming from. I'm like, sure. Oh, you're a crazy person. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Then I just don't engage. Them. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you don't engage you, with people. This is you think the world's listening, and that's keeping <laughs> you from shooting up a something. Right. So if, that, if that's what you need to believe, like, yeah. see, I have a voice. Go for it. No, I, mean, I don't have to. Do, yeah. do, do, do you have a lot of crazy followers then because of the of the podcast? No, because we've never taken anything never seriously actually, enough yeah. for someone to get bent out of shape. Oh, and we don't dip know, into po- – it's more supernatural stuff than it is conspiracies. We just kind of deal with all that stuff. Like the, like the last one we covered, like three episodes were about, about skinwalkers mostly because <laughs> it'd be like, yeah, and the Navajos believe this. They're like, oh, one time I had Navajo food and, Dan, and then Dave will be like, hey, you know, I barbecue uh, mutton once in a while. And then we just go off for 45 minutes sure. about that and we never <laughs> even talk about the skinwalkers. Well, no, wait. What, is a skinwalker like an Indian zombie? Is it's, that- it's like a, it's an Indian witch. There's a medicine men are the good witches. Yeah. Of the, for this, and this is, again, <laughs> yeah. the best. To, the, sure. to the best of my knowledge, yeah. this which is, is well very sourced minimal. out and well cited. Yeah, and these are uh, there's a lot of folklore about it, and it's the skinwalkers are the, they're like the evil witches of Navajo. I believe it's Navajo or Ute culture. Yeah, uh, culture the, the the people, the indigenous people of America, and. Uh, <clears throat> 
that they, they yeah, well, the culture. You, you know, you, this you, kind of a thing they're into. It's like you, a music scene. That's true. You put them into a, a position to, to be professorial. Well, but yeah. the thing is, I also what's the like reservation? <laughs> oh, it's like a music festival that goes yeah. on year round down the desert. You know, I don't know. I'm not really knowing what I talk about. Well, that's the thing. I actually, we're getting. I think I'm getting a good feel for what the podcast is. Yeah, you see how easily distracted. Yeah, like, he borderline doesn't know what he's talking about. It's okay. Borderline. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. that's generous. But presents it as though maybe that he has some sort of. Background. Hey, by the way, that's a great statement. Anyway, on things because there are the people who like come out and they believe exactly what they're saying they tell you with yeah. authority and then everybody believes what they're saying yeah, yeah. I, wh- we should start doing that we should I, make one statement we just be i love when people accuse politicians of flip-flopping like it was wrong to gather more information than you previously had and reassess sure. your standpoint like sure. that's a negative thing well it's a negative thing when you're, it's a negative <laughs> thing when you're a dick about it in the first place yeah 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 well, sure. yeah and, and also it's a negative thing when they flip-flop in the same uh, sentence <laughs> It's it's a sad time when TMZ is a more fact based grounded news oh, show sure. than then, than CNN then, or yeah, Fox. Fox or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, the, but the Skinwalkers was one of the scariest things I had on Earth because uh, because you go online, it's always real sensationalized. You can tell people are writers first and then supernatural fans second, so yeah. they can sensationalize their experiences. And this is just a bunch of people like, yeah, is that my buddy's place on the reservation? We were just having beers. And then there was this like uh, wolf on the edge of the campsite, but it was standing on its hind legs. And then it ran away on its hind legs. And we're like, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> and then uh, a couple nights later, this old Navajo lady comes by. She's like, yeah, I was at your campsite the other night. So it was her. She was the wolf. <laughs> and it's just like real matter of fact. And that's what's way more scary. It's like, yeah, I seen one of them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, God yeah. damn it. That's yeah. creepy. Yeah. She comes it. around. We've got one. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. She comes around. Yeah, it. it was like this wolf on its hind legs was like chasing after my car, and I was doing about forty, and it was keeping up. <laughs> really tripped me out, man. <laughs> like so, just so nonchalantly, matter of fact, like yeah, they're out there. Yeah. It's like rattlesnakes. Like I've seen them once in a while. Yeah, well, so, it actually sounds like Skinwalker's not very scary. Like it's just a common practice. It's a woman. It's, the, yeah. Yeah. it's an old woman. But it's the it's the scary. Like it's when they eat you. That's, that's one of the only episodes where people have written in about their own stories. Like. I'm not even this kind of person. I listen to because you guys are comedians, and I really like Dave has a good Dave has a killer biscuit recipe that's out there. Disclaimer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I got to talk about these skinwalkers. Like that—that's the one that people are coming out. You like, create an outlet. For yeah, them for the, this some weird stuff. To let their shit out. Dude, yeah, yeah. I scared the fuck out of myself the other night. Oh, oh really? It was Sunday night. We got back. We were just in uh, we were Raleigh. Just in Raleigh, Durham, doing mm-hmm. live shows. I got back. We're so tired. Yeah. <clears throat> and there were people at at, uh, at my house, yeah, hanging out. And so like I just I left my suitcase packed mm-hmm. just by the front door and, and started to host. And then by by the end of the day when they left at like eight o'clock, I was so exhausted, right, that I went to bed, yeah. And uh, at like five in the morning or like four in the morning or something, like I heard a noise and I I went out and the lights were off and I walked down the hallway and uh, my shirt was hanging over my like on my suitcase yeah mm-hmm. but from as i got closer to it it looked like a little child oh. looking around the corner oh man that's creepy and i fucking jumped. i was like holy <laughs> fuck <laughs> like i've got goosebumps now because i literally thought it was like a little ghost child in my fucking holy house shit what did you run at it and or <laughs> no because i was like, I shot, away it. I shot it about yeah, seven times my gun out well because i checked on the kids the kids were both in bed thank yeah. god thank yeah. god for that concealed carry yeah. permit right yeah so yeah thank Thank fucking God for that. Like, I blasted <laughs> the shit out of my suitcase. Of anyway, I scared the fucking shit out of myself. I did, I did that myself yesterday, the day before. I got one of those, like, uh, those tall, skinny, oscillating fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I know it's, I put it in the middle of the room. <laughs> yeah. But then the way I was, like, laying with, on the phone, the way my arm was blocking my view of that side of the room, 
I just saw it move, and it looked like somebody was moving from uh, room to room, which is kind of impossible. I live in a one bedroom apartment, yeah. so I don't. But like that was moving across my apartment sure. in the distance. And I was on the phone with my girlfriend, and she's like, she was like unloading on me about something with like a serious thing. And I was yeah. like, oh, fuck. And like, I'm like, ooh, ooh, my fan, you know, my fan, it moved and it scared me. She's like, well, thanks for being there when I'm going through a career crisis right now. And yeah, I was like, fucking fan. you know how it like goes side to side? She's like, oscillating. Yeah, oscillating. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah I, I love getting scared like that, though. Yeah. Like yeah. in comparison to the real world threats mm-hmm. that sure. you can think about every day and get bummed out about, oh, I'd, sure. I'd rather know there's a. Because there's, there's there are real. That's a real moment. Like yeah. the fear for that second. Like I, I haven't once in a while because there's a, there's like a, uh, from my bed there's a hallway and there's like an eight by ten picture of like one of my kids yeah. sitting mm-hmm. there on the thing. And every once in a while, like I wake up in the in the gloaming, you yeah. know, and it's like, <laughs> and I'll see a head sta- at, at standing height, yeah, in the doorway, and I'll be like. And you're like, oh, and it's just the picture. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you, but there's that moment where you're fucking, yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. All the adrenaline. Like, yeah. uh, like this is, oh, this is like emergency response, Kyle. Right. Like, oh, now we're ready for anything. Right. It's pure. For you're one alive. Second. You're fucking for alive. One second. It's pure. Oh, and then there, you're dead again. There was like a, there was like an <laughs> ur, 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 urban legend where I grew up and it was the best, like, you drive somewhere like, some guy, like, you just out driving when you're a teenager getting stoned or whatever. And, and some people be like, oh, man, you ever hear about this story? It happened over in a couple towns over. Mm-hmm. And it's what a long build-up story about a guy. He only got one daughter, and he finally lets her go out with her friends one night by herself. Mm-hmm. overprotective. Gets a phone call from the police at, <clears throat> at like, uh, mm-hmm. 1 a.m. Right. Saying, I'm sorry, your daughter's been in an accident. And he's been, like... He's been waiting in the foyer of their apartment building because she's supposed to be home I've at got 12. Goosebumps. I've got fucking shivers uh, yeah. all over. She's supposed to be home at 12 or 11, and it's 1 a.m., and they call. So now every night, this guy goes down to the foyer of his apartment building and stands there from 11 till 1 from when she was supposed to be home to when he got the phone call. And you'll be driving around. He's like, you want to go drive by it? And yeah. you're like, well, fucking okay. We got it. <laughs> I guess we have to. Right. <laughs> and you drive by this apartment building, and uh, sure enough, Small, small window really? of the building, and just a guy staring. Right Shut at you. up! Really? And then it's like, and so you're freaking out. You're like, yeah. you got to run up, got to look. He won't even blink, even if you run in there. Somebody has a picture in the apartment of this foyer, uh, just a portrait <laughs> that and somebody reverse engineered this story Holy just shit. from a picture hanging up there. But it's one of those like you got to run up and look in the window, and that's yeah. when you see it's a picture, and okay. people are just laying on the lawn. I'm sure people in this apartment <laughs> building don't know. Like, do you think they put what? a picture up from eleven to one, or is that picture uh, always? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the picture shows up. That's yeah. part of the, it's a real rally for those guys. But the fact like like somebody reverse engineered like, oh, it's weird. It looks like there's a guy in there. Ooh, how this story spread two towns over. <laughs> But that kind of fear, like, I love that oh, stuff. Yeah. I had a moment like Haunted that houses. this weekend. It wasn't a fear thing, but it was kind of like a weird, like, wait a minute, what? Like, uh, we were in Raleigh uh, doing the club there. and uh, we Wait, Charlie walk- Goodnights? Yeah, Goodnights, right? Yeah, like yeah. yeah, and so we, we would stay, you stay at the hotel, it was like the double tree or whatever, and then you, mm-hmm. move, you walk a couple blocks over to the club. And so you walk down to the club, and I, I went out, like, for a jog or whatever, or an exercise walk. Yeah. And uh, uh, I walked down that street. And there's that weird bar, that weird tchotchke bar store. Oh, Remember that one we walked by? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and so it's Fucking a bar, but they have tchotchkes, they have t-shirts, it's yeah. kind of a weird thing. And there's a dude but standing in the doorway. It actually looks like a tchotchke store that they've put a bar in. Oh, right. really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the dude in the door. So there's a dude standing in the doorway, right? Yeah. So I walk by, and then I go for a half an hour or whatever, and I come back, and I walk by again, and the dude, like a bouncer, is like standing in the doorway again with his back to the door. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's fucking weird. And then I leave. And then the next day, when I went by again, 
the same dude is standing in the exact same clothes in the exact same spot. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when I realized there's a mannequin yeah. in the fucking doorway. Yeah. But I had that moment of, holy shit, well, that's a real dude. Well, because we there's had... this Indian standing in a cigar store every it, day in the same place. Weird. <laughs> I don't think they exist anymore. No, that was the thing. That place was like... It was a weird place. The first time we noticed, we were like, this is the weirdest fucking store in America. Because like, like, it was tchotchkes and then a bar. And a sign that said uh, cra- all the craft beers on tap, but it's a tchotchke store. Right. And then, like, I think the second day we walked by, there was we walked by there was a woman right in the window, crying, right, crying her right. ass, just crying right. there. And then these other dudes are drinking at the bar. We're like, that place is so fucking weird. <laughs> and it's but, right around the corner. I thought you guys, <laughs> right around the corner. I thought you were going to talk about uh, good nights. That upstairs is fucking haunted. Yeah, yeah, that oh, place is okay. haunted. Yeah, like you, you think? Well, you, oh, you talked to them about it the other night, right? I remember them telling me about it. I'd played her a few years ago, and they were yeah. telling me about it. Yeah, but you go up there, and it's like the lights are all off, and that's the. But you can't go to the bathroom any other place. You're not yeah, gonna, that's where the bathroom is for the comic. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so you go up there, all the lights are off, and it's like you got to walk, and there are noises. Yeah, and things are happening. Then they got ghost stories that they tell you, like oh. the, the glass flying off the bar, but they've got it on the surveillance camera. Oh, the south, like the south. That's like, have you ever been to Edinburgh? Mm-mm. Yes, I have. Yeah. Like that's that, like that's the festival. Any right. place there, like it's haunted. Like you bet. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. sure. Tiny hallway from 400 years ago, yeah, like yeah, brick yeah. hallway going down. Yeah. There's yep. a castle on the hill. I believe up there, it. You got it. I'm sure yeah. there's a ghost. Oh, in it. Everything in Europe, you tell me if it's haunted. I'm like, you I'm got sure it. it is. Yeah. yeah. I, had, I, had, I had one more. One more. Okay. Well, there's a, a double one. Okay. I had a double one. My wife and I. So when my wife and I started dating, we used to walk around our neighborhood. We'd smoke a joint. We'd mm. you know drink some Jack and Coke and walk around the neighborhood mm-hmm. and do whatever. We had gone to see. It was either the orphanage or El Orfanato. Is this okay. a neighborhood in Los Angeles? Uh, Woodland Hills. Okay. In the valley. But uh, so we were walking back up this hill to our house. It's pitch black. Yeah. And we're stoned. Right. And, uh, and all of a sudden, right in front of us is a fucking orphan on the, <laughs> on the hill, like, standing right in front of us. What? We both screamed. There was like a, a little girl yeah. standing right in fucking front of us, about three feet tall. Yeah. We, like a dress? We screamed in a fucking white dress. Oh, shut up. With black hair. Yeah. We screamed our fucking dicks off <laughs> but now here's the thing okay, okay. it was a skunk <laughs> with its tail up in the air so it was a double like the double thing was like holy fucking shit now we scared the we skunk we never bought that strain of weed again yeah so wait, it, it looked so much like a little girl it was, it was right in the middle of the road hysterical. scared by its tail up you get sprayed we didn't get sprayed but uh, we were like that would have been the best part of the story <laughs> so then we got fucking sprayed he sprayed us right did, in the eyes I Change did that it. walk I, w- I, would, I would take the train into Chicago to go to school and then walk in like super hungover pot residue in my head walk, and I walked by a wig store and I flipped out because I just just walked out. Everybody going to work in the morning, everybody going to stock exchange, going to these high rises dressed up, me just ragged going to class and walking by this wig store and just in the sidewalk like, oh, shit. Everybody looking at me like, well, just another crazy on the streets. Yeah. You got a guy in a beard. I mean, he's the cleanest homeless guy we've ever seen. Yeah. But just screaming at a wig store. like, Yeah. But uh, God. So I was going to shift gears. Is that okay? Shift it. Shift it. Uh, shift uh, is that where you're from, Chicago? Is that where you got your start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suburbs of Chicago. Addison, Illinois. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where's Addison? Where is it? About is it? 20 miles west of the city. Okay. So is that like, like what's the, uh, like, there's Schaumburg, Illinois? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, Schaumburg's the, the nice suburb. Have you yeah. played? Did yeah. you play that club? There's I did that once. That place is it's it's too big. big. It's huge. It's I love big. all the improvs that are like, 
The Chicago Improv yeah. in Schaumburg, Illinois. Yeah. The well, Denver the Improv, well, which is it, just kind of by the airport in yeah. a field next to a Bass Pro <laughs> Shop. That was like, cause, well, because they had that Zanies right in, in Chicago. Yeah, and it was like a hundred yeah. seater or something like that. Yeah, it's a little guy downtown. And I mean, you always thought that they would have a bigger like comedy club in they, the city they itself. They did. They had Up Comedy Club, and I loved it. And they shut it down. They, well, but that was recently. Right? It was only for a little while. Like, yeah, it was only a few years. They got a Laugh Factory up there now. Chicago notoriously in the eighties. Uh, like when during the comedy boom, had like five full time clubs or six. But they were clubs improv. Clubs. Were they like the sketch and improv? No, clubs? but they, they, when the stand up boom was happening in the eighties, they had these clubs, but they had to paper them all the time yeah. to get people in there. So Why? they they because because there's too many you got too many clubs. Just, the market was flooded, yeah, see, like, yeah. and that's what I think was happening with stand up now. It's yeah. getting, everybody's a fucking stand up. It's a, you got yeah. no overhead. Yeah, it's the easiest thing. You can just dip your toe in it and still sure. call yourself a stand up because yeah. you don't have to invest anything mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. So I think the market's. I'm waiting for the bubble to pop now. Uh, and I hope I'm on the right, right, right <laughs> yeah, side when that falls I'm out. I'm then falling out of the boat. I feel like I'm on a hump right now. Well, how long have you been at? Uh, when, when, when was that? How long? Oh, have you man, been I started at? in '99. So okay, in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you just do stand up, or did you? I just improv did stuff. And- it was it was like the shittiest, uh, fucking like the wimpiest street game gangs of like sketch guys versus stand up. They all hated each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was no other reason other than. I I don't know what that is like the human nature of being territorial about garbage yeah about but it's funny why you have to pick that like like we're all fucking losers that have resorted to this <laughs> it's true. it is funny too, when you think about like that fucking demographic going after each other I'd put my money on the stand-ups because the stand-ups are a lot angry but we're at the heart of that demographic. no I know no I know we started as sketch guys yeah made movies da, 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 and then. Started doing stand up like seven sure, years ago. Sure, but it's like, what if you heard about like the, the big the rivalry between Kyle Kinane and, and the guys from Scared Scriptless? <laughs> it's just not that intimidating. <laughs> no, no, and, yeah, and, and, and nobody cares now, and, and, sure. and nor should they. They do, they do. do is do. there still somebody with a well, thorn in their side like, about it? We have definitely we, experienced yeah. like people in the stand up world who feel like we didn't do it the right way. There's. All right. And you're like, well, we, we can go in and we can, we can sell tickets to clubs. Like Jay like, Larson. Yeah, like Larson. 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 Fucking Larson. That son of a bitch. Yeah. But like I think – and I think that that's – there's something to that in the sense that uh, I, I think coming up as a stand-up, you, there's experiences that are great and that you learn yeah. and that we didn't experience that. So we started doing stand-up about seven or eight years ago Yeah, because uh, we went on tour with the group, with our group, and uh, – we, it was like we were doing sketches and we are like, fuck it, let's do some stand-up. We yeah. started doing stand-up and we didn't have to carry costumes around. But, but by the way, for yeah. the reason that Kyle is saying. It's exactly, like, yeah, right? <laughs> it's easy. We were tired of lugging yeah. shit around. Yeah. And so then, yeah. and so then If you're uh, all right with bombing, stand-up's yeah. the easiest thing in the world to pursue. Yeah. I, I get it. you're all right with bombing and not making well, <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. like, I don't know. I mean, like, having come from this other world, I mean, the stand-up thing was always like, it's so barren. Like, it's so like, you bear yourself... To the yeah. world, you know what? what I mean? Like you're not hiding by anything, really. Yeah, but like that, that you know, like we talk about the ir- the irony of stand up comedy is that mm-hmm. comedians are working towards their 45 minutes or their hour, so they can mm-hmm. get out there and just drill every single fucking joke. But truly, the time you feel most alive when you're on stage is when you're trying a new joke out. Yeah. And if you bomb, it's as powerful as trying out a joke and it going well. Yeah. Well, th- I mean, that's what, the one thing that I, I've said it before, but that the thing about stand up, it's never done. Like it's never – if you're a stand-up, you're never going to be finished like, oh, I did it. Like no, it's ongoing. There's that's, always – point. Your, your view of the world is hopefully going to change with experience. 
uh, you know, nobody wants to say, otherwise you just become a caricature or a character. You become Larry the Cable Guy, who's ever, you know, you don't believe him. You just know it's a character. He's sure. a, he's yeah, a yeah. multimillionaire yeah. who acts like a hillbilly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, but that also exists. How many times do you want to see somebody be the miserable dude in life? It's like, no, I know you're a millionaire now. So if you're truly miserable at this point and with all your opportunities and things you've got to like, Maybe get some help. Yeah. And maybe, yeah I'm worried. Maybe, I'm worried maybe, maybe, maybe work on you yeah. instead of just – and I've seen, I've also seen comics who I think preserve their misery because that's their character in stand-up. Sure. And they yeah. think if they're happy, then they're not going to have uh, – you know, their seed will find no purchase in the stand-up buddy world because people only like them for being miserable. So they maintain – it's like, but maybe it's it's like, it's like Munchausen yeah. syndrome but for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I guess you so. know. Like you but make, you make yourself shitty so you could have sure. the validation yeah. from the world. Right. After a while, yeah. it's like, man, just get your shit together. Yeah. I can't keep listening to somebody who keeps fucking up. If it's honest, it's yeah. sad. And if not, if it's dishonest, yeah. find a new angle. But I think that's why a lot of comics, as they grow older, they are more outwardly. You, know, you talk about politics or you talk about outward issues because you've mined your own personal mm-hmm. issues so much, but I think also though you you do it in terms of um, the stages that you go through, then and that allows yeah. you to mind more. So like everyone talks about Louis C.K., mm. who when he got divorced, his comedy changed, and yeah. maybe in a more commercial way that he was more successful. Yeah, and that and now it's Parenthood. Yeah, right. And the same thing with us. It's like if we if you knew you know we were going to do fucking Parenthood jokes like ten years ago, we'd be like fuck you, you know, doing fucking Parenthood jokes. And now you know, but that's what you, your life is. You're that's being what your life is. You're right. That's what it is. And you realize that that's it doesn't matter. That's just what happens, and you find funny. And there are other people who find the same thing funny now. So it's like you know, yeah, that's and, you can and the with. audience has grown up too. Yeah, I, that's the thing. Like too, it's like I don't want to be miserable just so I could be a good comic. Like people are like, <laughs> oh man, they're really great when they're terrible. Like. Yeah, I I'm happy with tapering off into being a mediocre comedian. If it means that my own personal <laughs> happiness is expanding, that's great. Like, oh, but you like, oh, how could these people, uh, you know, kill themselves at the height of their career? It's yeah. because it's not making them happy. You know, yeah. like like critical acclaim does not equal happiness. Like right. success does not equal happiness. Money doesn't equal happiness. Right. So I and, and some people they don't find it. You know, and that's that's sad. And, and to go back to the other point about why people might. Knock you guys for getting into stand-up. You're still comedians. Yeah. You come from yeah. a comedy yeah. world. I think it's a lot of stand-ups look at the fact that, like, oh, I don't have a TV credit. I can't get club dates for that. And they do see a lot of uh, celebrities. Sure. Uh, TV from guys. Wherever, TV guys, film guys. You know. Picking up a weekend. Just, just good come, nights. Or, uh, yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. C- coming down. Who they, well, who they you, think suck, by the <laughs> way. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you're from a comedy world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and there's some other people that are coming down without naming names. Like, it seems like you're, as yeah. stand-ups, you're busting your ass to climb up. And then other people you are using it as this, like, financial net on sure. the way down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where people, like, you'll get a lot of comics going, like, I can go in there and do a killer job this weekend. Yeah. Except nobody knows who I am. And so the yep. club isn't going to book me. But, uh you know, Jimmy Fucknuts from whatever show yeah. can sell tickets, sell tickets and, and sucks. sell drinks. Right. Mm-hmm. And everybody's going to leave there like, what What did we see? Yeah, he yeah. just He's described our show. <laughs> I have faith. Without having seen the stand up, I have faith you guys come well, from a, a comedic mindset. And I know the films and I appreciate you it's guys funny because on that level. It's, so it's I have funny, faith that it's a good like, show. You know, like, we were at Good Nights this weekend. It's like, there were uh, plenty of people come up to you and be like, mm-hmm. 
they're like, holy shit, you guys, that show was really good. <laughs> like, I expected you guys just to be fucking assholes, you know, from fucking Hollywood coming in here. And yeah. like, that show was really fucking it's funny. It's so fucking funny, though, because that was the thing. Like, we were we did Cobb's uh, April Fool's weekend. Right. And uh, one, of the, uh, one of the kids who works at Cobb's came up to me after the, Saturday, the late Saturday show. So we're wrapped up for the weekend. He comes up with his DVD to sign. He's like, dude, I got to tell you, man, like, I'm really blown away. Like most of the times, like you know, like the nostalgia acts will come through here, and <laughs> they won't really try too hard. I'm, I'm like, whoa, hold on a second. Oh. <laughs> and he's and he's like, but you like you know he not to name names. He's like mm-hmm. you know like this guy came through here, sat and still didn't really do much of his impression. Or yeah, but like you guys. You really brought it. I'm just saying, like, for a nostalgia And you didn't flinch. Awesome. You didn't flinch, right? You no, just, I had my fucking... <laughs> but in your mind, you're like, nostalgia act. Well, because I think that, like, on the meet and greets, I think, like, 3% of the time or 5% of the time, you're getting a lot of backhanded compliments. Yeah. Or, or there's always... Right. And it's re- people that don't know, so they, I got to cut them some to. slack. They're, they, they don't know how to interact. They don't mean sure. to. Sure. They don't sure. mean sure. to fuck sure. up. Sure. Sure. But it's like, they say something... Or they'll... We both get this, where people are like, uh, like, your buddy... Like, you know, one guy says to me, he's like... Uh, you were better than Heffern at stand-up, but he's way better in the movies. I'm like, I don't even know how to fucking take You could have just said thanks. Yeah, I don't know how you to fucking take that. You could have just said yeah. thanks. What, what do you expect me to say to that? I yeah. Get, yeah, I get, you look a lot healthier than I thought. Yeah. yeah all right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, thanks, but oh, all yeah. right. And Heffern had to think, right, you were in a bathroom and you heard a guy say, these guys are trading in. They're fucking they're shitty fame. movies. Yeah, uh, for their whatever to tell dad jokes. Yeah, and I was like, oh, Jesus, he's right. taking a piss in the stall. <laughs> That's when I just keep pissing until the, the bathroom empties out, and I I won't. I, I don't even want to go. Like I hate the idea of being in the bathroom after the show. Dude, like, I don't we, even want to know. Dude, <laughs> like, I'll we told it. Every club we go to now, if they don't have a bathroom in the green room, we we fucking rip into the owner about it. <laughs> yeah, We're like dude, it's it's my most hated thing. Or just a pri- and, yeah, private bathroom. bathroom somewhere. Or like, yeah, like downstairs or upstairs, whatever, I don't care. But to have to go during the show, or like, well, his set, I got to go to the bathroom, and there's, you know, 20 drunk dudes I, I, in there. That's, I always wonder, like, this is crass, but yeah, like, how many people are going to recognize my shoes from taking a, a fucking killer shit <laughs> right before the show? <laughs> Like, yeah, but it's like it's the dudes, take, take it's it's the dudes who are standing out there. dump, and then they're like, "Oh, that was that was Canadian." That's Canadian. Right like, yeah. Oh yeah. shit! Because they might say something while you're on stage. Yeah, celebrities are just like yeah. us. I have well, yeah, I had one guy like the people that think they're helping. Like you're a fun guy, so I got drunk because you get drunk. Now I'm in the front row talking to you. And I'm like, all right, man. Well, <laughs> comedy's about timing, so just don't interrupt Shut me. The fuck up. Sorry, man. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just really love your stuff. All right, that's a that's definition of an interruption. Yeah. Is what you just did. Yeah. And I'm glad you like me and i don't want you to get kicked out so shut the fuck out man i'm trying it's like trying to save a hostage like yeah. would you keep it down they'll kill us both like, yeah. shut yeah. the fuck up i'm trying to help you or i'll talk to you when i see you in the bathroom yeah yeah, yeah. just you know I, I get it i i shouldn't have worn a checkerboard yeah. vans yeah oh no because you know actually we, we were just in tacoma and your poster's up in the green room but yeah, Tacoma is weeks ago. Yeah, Tacoma is one of those fucking places where you got to go. And by like, the way, let's say great fucking club. Love it. Yeah, love yeah, it. Great club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great owner. Great club. But it was oh, like me. I had to. I, I came off stage, and then you went on stage, and I go back in the bathroom, and someone has puked all the way down the hall <laughs> into the men's room, 
And everyone's like 20 guys and they're laughing about it. And I walk in and it's like, hey, somebody fucking didn't like your comedy. Oh, you know, and then, then you're in the comedy routine in the bathroom and you're like, Fuck. yeah, you got a good take on yeah. this. And I'm I, like, I, I, I did this. There's a fantastic club in Madison, Wisconsin called oh, yeah. Comedy Comedy State. One of the, yeah, one of the, the best, best in the country. Number one. <laughs> best in the country. Yeah, yeah I'd say best yeah. in the country. Yeah. And, and the two gals that run it are yep. fantastic. Yeah. Wonderful. And, 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 and they're hard and beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. And gorgeous. But yeah. take no shit. I can only imagine having a deal with comics on a daily basis sure. uh, heads up to Katie for the for what you might, must have to yeah, deal it's with it's a real thing dealing with like male comedians yeah, but they and, have a good and male role model in their life like that yeah, yeah, dad dad's still there yeah. sweet and they're, yeah. they're, they're, they don't take any shit no. and don't but, and so one of them I've been there a few times and one of them comes up afterwards and they start to tell me a story so listen Somebody was throwing up in a bathroom during a show. I'm like, oh, my God, somebody threw up during my show? And she just goes, a lot of people throw up during your show. <laughs> and then just continues with the story. And I was like, oh. <laughs> like, I'm sorry that I bring out people that can't hold their liquor. Just so matter of fact, a lot of people throw well, up in your yeah, show. But, but, more but this one, yeah, yeah, this girl yeah. also took a shit all over the place. I'm like, <laughs> now I'm getting people who are into pills. All right. Okay. But by the way, you know, as a performer, you do – I mean, you aspire like if you can get an audience like that, then you're in great shape. But that's, I mean, that's that because why? Because they're, they're really? buying booze. <laughs> well, buying booze. for sure, for sure, he wants the people to buy booze. For sure. But I, no, I have people drink in the parking lot before. That's why. <laughs> if you're on that, if you're just trying to buy, if you're trying to get that drunk on comedy club drinks, you got to spend a pretty penny. I think if people sure. are down to pint of fireball in the parking <laughs> yeah, lot, yeah. they're sitting there with their two well, bud lights. Canadian starting soon. Finish it up. Yeah. Oh, my fucking Zanny bars kicking in. I gotta go nod <laughs> off in the shitter. <laughs> I would feel I like it's. I, I'm trying to imagine which daughter it was. I think I know. Daughter was, uh, yeah. and uh, it just the pain I would feel about her saying to me, "A lot of your people puke." But and she's, like, oh, yeah, she fuck. said it without judge. She said it like, yeah. we, yeah. We, matter of fact, we know where we work. Yeah, yeah. It's a matter like, of we know our business, yeah. and that's why I was like, again, respect. Yeah, that you guys are just hard nosed. <laughs> you know what business you're in, but you do it well. Yeah, and why sure. can't this example be taken for other clubs in the country? That yeah. like you take no shit bachelorette sure. party. I will stand next to you like a security guard, and if you say anything, that's what uh, that happened in, uh, Sam, at Punchline in San Francisco. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like a bachelorette party came in, like we want to sit right there. Like, no, you're gonna. My mom was up there. She's like, no, you're gonna sit by the door, and if you say anything, you're going out that fucking door. Sure. <laughs> like, oh my god. It's like yes, I love I love bachelorette. Well, that's parties. what we shot. Our, we shot really? our first special at the Punchline in in, in San Francisco. Yeah, and mm. a big part of the show there was a bachelorette. Mm. Yeah, and we pulled up on stage, and that's in the fucking special. Yeah, and it's oh, really? and it's great for the reasons why I love them. It's like no matter how obnoxious they're being, they still have flashing dicks on their head, <laughs> and they're holding like dick straws uh, and everything. I, I, yeah, I would go. I would go nuts if they're being disruptive. I tried. I tried to not address it because that cacophony of woo. Like, yeah. you're like uh, as soon as it starts, I'm like I just I'm, I'm like listen. There's a fifty percent success rate. How many people in your group are already divorced? Look at them. <laughs> yeah. Look at how much fun they're having on this. And think of the child labor used to make those dick straws. Yeah. Think about – and I just go on this long routine acting like some <laughs> Chinese child laborer boxing Broke up dick dicks. straws yeah. and not understanding what straws for. Like, it's for the drink, you know? When we push the wheelbarrow around yeah. filled with swamp water for your break, you would use one of these straws to put in there. Yeah, and by the way – And that- they're shaped like that because sometimes 
girls named Becky get a second chance at love. And I would just, and I just watch them all walk out. And I'm like, hey, victory for me. And it sours the room. I don't really do it anymore. But not so many bachelorette parties come to my show anymore. Well, we have, I, we, we used to have bachelorette parties. For some yeah. reason, this tour, we haven't had a single bachelorette party. Yeah, I don't know that we have had many. I think words out. I think I think words out that comedy clubs are not as hospitable a place. Well, the thing is, the, like when people the told good us ones that, because anyway. we were like, we would actually always enjoy. I love the, it. the Bachelorette because you know we <laughs> would, part of our it. thing is like we'll bring people up on stage and have beers with them on the stage and you'd always bring the Bachelorette up and she's always yeah. drunk and 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 you can say anything and, and people get a laugh out of it and so when when we heard. The concept of comedy clubs and comics didn't mm. like Bachelor. Like that was one of the things that people don't like. Yeah. That yeah. was one of the, those light bulb moments for us where, mm. where we didn't we didn't cut our teeth in that world. Well, that's so but like, that's where coming from you know? sketch and improv. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I'm I'm trained to deal with what's thrown at me. Yeah. And come from stand up the way the way I do is like, no, these are my special thoughts. <laughs> these are my precious thoughts. <laughs> right, right. That if you interrupt them. They're not yeah. precious I'm anymore, open. and I hate that you're alive because you right. ruined my precious special <laughs> moment. Like I said, that I told them that that party was like, it's her special day. I'm like, it's my special fucking day, all right? right? right. I'm here. It's Friday I travel, night. I travel to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I've left all my belongings and my loved ones. Did you press this alone? morning? Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I've been up since 5.30 to be on radio, which is a backwards fucking <laughs> oh, comedy club thing oh, to do. Oh, fuck. It yeah, is but, so bad. But that's funny, too, because yeah. then it seems like – because I saw – like, you know, I was, I was looking up uh, clips mm. – and you know, saw you ripping a dude apart in Chicago. Oh, that at the was, Lakewood yeah. Theater. Yeah, I, I, I oh the Lakewood. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the Laugh Factory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it yeah. is. Yeah, they turned that into like. Oh, really? I hate okay. the I hate the the rise of those comedian destroys heckler. I hate that those get more hits <laughs> yeah. than. Comedian worked really hard on X. <laughs> yeah, right. Chameleon, comedian pursued Clever his dreams <laughs> and uh, uh, moved away from his friends and family to, sure. to make it. And then here's his best effort. Although you know sure. uh, what yeah. I will say when I'm because I'm, I'm pro uh, watching comedian destroy a heckler. Yeah, <laughs> is it's it's because I think you know like the best part. I shouldn't say that. But that's when they're in the moment. Well, that's what, and you that's what, what I love. That's what I love about yeah. live stand up. That's you sketch guys. Yeah, you see, see how it is. No, but like, like, no, but that Bill Burr in Philadelphia. <laughs> that's what, oh, it was that's, one of the greatest clips <laughs> you'll ever see. Yeah. Because that's done like yeah. it's done so well, yeah. and it still seems like in in fun. Like it's like, yeah. I think that's just how people appreciate things there. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also maybe and maybe it's personality type. Like I do love going to uh, Michael uh, Richards a, a stand up comedy. No, show. that's <laughs> that's a different thing. But but seeing a comedian, I mean that's you know that the comedian has his set and is doing the same mm-hmm. thing for the most part or a lot of it you know every night and when something that happens local like that then you know that that's that's yeah. a one time thing only that's what I I just like about it. I like the, I like the real comedy. It's a club. special circumstance. Yeah. It, it happened. You got to see. Kyle Kinane fucking destroy a dude who was being a pain in the ass. And I didn't. It was someone who probably had a gun and I had just gotten out of a relationship like that week. Yeah, they caught you. And I was going back to Chicago. <laughs> I was dropping by an open mic to see my friends. It's a huge, the Lakeshore Theater is huge and there was maybe yeah. 20 people in it. And it was this person, like, like these three thugs sitting in the back just heckling at people. And I was like, if you're going to sh- do it, I'm already at the end of my rope, man. Let's go. Let's let's fucking get into it. <laughs> Holding the gun to my forehead, pull the trigger, yeah. do it. Like I was like, I have no idea what's gonna happen, but this per like, I'm not. I have no. I've got no fuse left for bullshit right now. But somebody was filming. What I get into? Yeah. yeah well, that's everybody's got. Filming. Everything's right. being filmed. I know. I, how happy are you that you got to grow up without that being? 
I think it's like, good. I mean, I think it time. changes. I mean, I think it's weird. I think it changes the world, and I think sometimes for good and sometimes for bad. But that, is it, do you think it's more like everything is fame based or hit based or click based now? Like every party, if somebody's going to do something, like hey, get the cameras out, I'm going to do a thing. I did a movie with someone who was a, a huge Vine star. And yeah. I, like actually, I had to like yell cut and tell her to get off her phone during a scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During a scene, like you're still maintaining your social media. Yeah. So she was acting uh, like with you off camera and had her <clears throat> phone out, or like she, this was a, a, a second story, but like some like like it was just someone whose behavior was clearly like. I'm always being watched. Everything's sure. being yeah. watched. Everything's sure. a vine. Everything's an Instagram. Every moment needs to be. This is what my fans want. My fans want to know everything. Yeah. It's, I mean, I guess. But it's also it's not a, just them. It's, it's a remember, narcissism or we what it is. Down the, remember that? We were driving. To, we were coming maybe here or somewhere yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago. And we were driving down the PCH. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we're just driving alongside these two girls in a convertible. And, and the whole way down, we're, like, driving next to them. And they've got, they're taking pictures of themselves. Yeah. And they're looking in the mirror and fixing their hair. And they're taking, like, well, the, girl, the, girl, the whole way. The girl riding shotgun never stopped looking at herself. It was either in her camera for mm-hmm. the selfie or just check her out. And then she would look at the side mirror and look at herself and look back yeah. at, the cam- at the camera. I mean, there's an adrenaline rush to it. I guess. And that's what, fa- I mean, isn't that what the pursuit of fame was? We're, oh, yeah, we're no, in a city. You get the dopamine. Built, there's a, we're in a city built on that. Yeah. Built on that feeling and why people move here. Yeah. It's just that there was a lot more steps to the end result. <laughs> oh, yeah. Than, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. there's a, but at the same time, though, here's a what, joke. <laughs> when, it, so when ten phones filmed that dude getting dragged down that aisle on United Airlines, yeah. I'm like, good for the fucking phones. Good I'm for good the phones. for them. Sure, where's the per- we should see that. Where's shit. the person stopping the guy from getting dragged well, down? I, well, yeah, I mean, who's going to fight the Chicago police? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, but yeah. I'm saying, like, there are definitely moments where I think there's something positive to it. Well, and that, but that's what the, the that's what the surveillance state would be like. See, yeah, that's why there's cameras that's on every street cameras. corner. Yeah, right. And yeah, if right. you're not doing anything wrong, right. what have you got to be afraid of? Sure. And there's some days where I'm like, you see something get caught, and you're like, well, it is a good thing there's a camera there. And then there's other days like, absolutely, I just want, I don't think anybody's looking, and I want to dig in my ass crack for a minute. <laughs> yeah. And then no, now that's on. That's but now I'm like, fuck you. I'm coded. digging my ass. Kyle Kinane digs for gold. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, oh yeah, what am I doing? Breaking my image? Yeah. Oh, can you believe Kyle Kinane? Yeah, we see him do that all the time. Sure. sure. See him at no, Chipotle but, digging his ass crack every Thursday. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, so he's gonna cut together a stream of Kinane uh, yeah. picking his ass. Listen, I think I think there is certainly an innocence lost. By all this, definitely, stuff. they're definitely. I really do, I really do, and I, you know, it's like I was, I was telling somebody again the other day about like the bet that you and I had yeah. many years ago, yeah, which re- relates to stand-up comedy. So like we had a bet. Mm. It's the, uh, it's the movie. If you could see what I hear, right? And right. we couldn't. Mm-hmm. This is like in the nineties. We couldn't figure out if, if, if you could see what I feel or if you could see what I hear or you could hear what I see. If you could hear what I see, <laughs> and we were, we were. You know, we had a three. The night was based on our group of friends, like trying to figure out and make logical sense out of what it was. And then yeah. the, our bet it was him and I against each other. Yeah, what, the loser was going to have to do was it five minutes or ten minutes? Ten of minutes stand up. Ten yeah. minutes of stand up, which we, we had, had never, never done. done before. Yeah, really. I lost. We're like you know, 22, <laughs> 22 years old. Yeah, but, but so like you know, it's like many, many, many bar bets. Yeah, needed to be settled, but you couldn't settle them back in the day, and so you could really chew the fucking. You yeah, could, so yeah. So today you would just look immediately and say, "Oh, it's this is the title of the movie." But yeah. we spent a whole night arguing with the fight, and it was a fun night. Well, yeah, yeah it, it, again, it, it's it's it, it's a tool the same way a gun is a tool, depending on how you use it. Sure. If you're using it to hunt and provide for your family, then it's right. a tool. You could. I'm 
as much as I don't want to be an old guy that's scared of this shit, and every time I hear myself talking like this right now, I'm like, oh man, I'm just, I'm, I'm a, I'm my dad. Like, yeah, but my dad true. doesn't even. My dad's more fascinated with stuff like this <laughs> than I am. But then I realize, like, oh, I know nothing about fixing my Jeep, but I'm looking at a YouTube video, and I have the confidence to go in there and tinker around. Right. Yeah. And so again, that's it can be, thing. it can well, be used for that, and that's fa- that's fascinating. Well, that's really great. That that's age. great. And for your dad, it was, you know, you got a, a, a DVD player, and he was like, I don't want. That ah, it's too complicated. Yeah. You're like, no, no, it's easy, and you're gonna fucking love it. There's a lot more downside yeah. to what it is now. I mean, you know, do you see the video about the six year old kid? He's pleading now to the camera. He's saying like, please stop, like to Facebook. Like, I'm six years old. I'm not supposed to see all this stuff. Like all the violence that's being posted on there live and all that. You know, like, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think that there's just yeah. A, a year six year old kid could learn how to build a fucking bomb. If yeah, he wants yeah. To. remember when Faces of Death videotapes? Yeah, the, yeah, the, the video taboo tapes, thing yeah. to yeah. see, yeah. Yeah. and that's just, I will not watch that. It's just TV now. You didn't watch it? No, no. I'm just saying that was like people. Some people. Didn't I remember. I remember. It. Like, okay. Oh boy, we shouldn't. This, yeah. Like, yeah. Le- oh, like yeah. we can watch it, but nobody should be excited. Like, we don't want to be the like the scary metalhead sure. who like this is fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, right. We want to watch it as research to learn about the world <laughs> right, and, and then be horrified yeah. afterwards. Right. Yeah. But now, I mean, fuck you. You you watch hours and hours and hours. Yeah. Go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, I don't like that shit. Yeah, uh, let me, let's go back to let's get let's get out of this rabbit hole. Like fun stuff. I want to go. Yeah, I want to talk about because I, I want to get like a little more wonky on the stand up thing. Cause, All right, because that's how I feel. That's what I'm fascinated. That's it. one of the only things I could talk about with actual confidence. Well, that's what I, I, I want to pick your brain on a little bit because <laughs> <laughs> this whole Leslie want to talk about uh, BMX uh, bikes in the late and, '80s. Yeah, BMX bikes in the late '80s the, or, uh, or oh, pop this. punk in the mid '90s. What was that BMX <laughs> bike movie? Hot, what, Rad. Uh, it, there was Rad. Rad. There was also BMX Bandits with Nicole Kidman out of Australia. Oh, really? But Rad was the one. Crew Jones. Yeah. And the Cereal Bowl. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, you really like do I said, know about that shit. <laughs> yeah, like I said. That's I tested right. him. And he okay, you did. He, he did. He got you. At least he thinks he got you. Yeah, I think he was riding so, a Kuahara in that. <laughs> See, but that's what I mean. He can say with confidence. So you've done, like, uh, we always talk about just the philosophy of the, of the comedy special, you mm-hmm. know, and like, it, it, and like you mentioned before, it's like you build up a set. Like this, the mindset is you build up a set until you're ready to shoot and then you shoot and yeah. then you move on. Yeah. Now you've done like three hour longs, right? And then in addition to like some, some Comedy Central half I got, hour yeah, stuff. Yeah, I got and, a half hour, I got three hour longs, I got an hour long album and then just the, I mean, that's like a prolific spots. amount of that's a, a material. There's probably, if you add it all up, there's probably about five and a half hours out there. Okay. Of and do you think stuff. in that way, though, in terms of like I, I'm building, like there's the, am I in the moment or am I building this to, in order to get it to a place where I can show the world in a special? Like, do you think about that? I think, I mean, it still comes Is that your goal? Pretty, well, you know, I moved to LA because I was like, all right, I started in Chicago and the options were like, you could either just start going on the road, and which at that time, early 2000s and stuff, it wasn't all these indie shows and house shows and people that were also artists and musicians also appreciating comedy. You were going to just bars yeah. and just doing it for drunks. Right. Yeah. And Not even stand-up clubs, but actual no, bars. No, just, just and, bar, yeah, bars. Yeah, you right, get right. like, uh, you know, these, like you get runs, these bookers, these notorious bookers. Like, oh, you get yeah. this run, and we have you going, like you got a one night in uh uh, Des Moines and or something, and it's a twelve hours in December, and that was one way to just piece together a, a very small amount of money. Yeah, uh, and these guys would come back to Chicago, where at the time it was, you know, when I was doing it, it was like me and Kumail and Pete Holmes, yeah. and Matt Bronger. It was like all you know, that was us that were really, you know, really kind of cheering each other on, and it was a handful of others that have been successful that came after 
us. But we're still all trying to do like weird stuff and like, yeah. hey, would you watch my joke and see it? And we're doing it in these you know, coffee shops and bars, but like bars where like musicians are hanging out. Yeah. And, kinda, yeah. and so these guys that would come off the road would come and their material started getting real flattened out. And you could tell they were just trying to keep drunks sure. from throwing sure. shit at them. Yeah. Sure, dick and fart jokes. So, as yeah, much as dick possible. and farts, <laughs> fucking just fuck jokes, sex <laughs> jokes. Right. And we, I mean, we all had those. And. Sure. And so I was like, well, that's what happens if you go on the road. You're going to sacrifice your quality to maintain, you know, if if what you're trying to do out there is just get adulation and you've got to be invited back. Yeah. You can do the run, and if it sucks, you won't be able to do it in six months. So right. you've got to do well enough that they'll have you back for 50 more dollars a show yeah. Yeah. in six months. So to do well, it's like you've got to be party boss right. at the fucking <laughs> jet ski bar yeah, right. in, uh, in yeah. Sheboygan, you know? Yeah. yeah. So – I was like, well, I don't – that just seems miserable. I did a couple of them and I was like, I don't fit in here. Yeah. And I don't want to write what I have to write to fit in here. So it's like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to ship off to L.A. Yeah. I figure I'll do the same thing I'm doing in Chicago. Go up every night. At least if somebody notices me there, it won't get me a jet ski bar in Wisconsin. It might get me something else. Yeah. So you start doing comedy and you only get five minutes. Yeah. So you write real short jokes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then eventually somebody's going to give you like, oh, here's 15 minutes. You're like – Oh man, now I got to put all my short jokes together. (laughs) Or you start finding how some of the stuff you wrote links together. Like, oh, this one works real well after this one. Yeah. And then now I got 15 minutes. I can kind of fluff it a little more. I can bullshit. Sure. How's everybody right. doing tonight? Oh, yeah. Everybody gets, I get, oh, you're a storytelling comedian. It's like, I'm no, expect- I just take a joke that should be five minutes right. and I tell it for 15 minutes. Right, right. That's right, all right. it is. It's what, once you have 15 minutes, you're like, I'm going to start doing dick jokes again. I'm yeah. f- oh, no. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Even, you know, everybody wants to go back and get the, get the dirty stuff once in a while. But then you get that and all, all of a sudden, like, you can have an hour of just pieced together stuff. Or eventually you're down the road enough, you got an hour and it all flows. And you're like, well, no, that's – if somebody wants me to do it, I'll do it. I never put something out on my own. The first record – None of it? Thing, all of it's been uh, – No, a special thing came to me for the first album. Like, do you want to do a record? I'm like, I never thought about doing a record. Yeah. Who, who came was, to you? Your manager or who? No, the, the label, a okay. special thing records. Yeah, yeah. And they had had like Jen Kirkman and Paul F. Tompkins and all these people that I really respected. And they were like – it was like, I don't know if you ever got into bands and like, especially in the 90s, you'd look who else was on the label. Yeah, like the label meant you, yeah. were gonna, you were going to like what else was on that label. Yeah, it was yeah, an indie yeah. label. Yeah. And that's how I looked at a spe- I looked at a special thing like it was Sub Pop Records. Like, oh, yeah. my, you want me to be on that label? So I pulled something out of my ass for that first album. So you did an hour for that album. I did an hour you for that it? one at uh, uh, UCB Franklin. Oh, okay. LA, okay. Yeah. And then that got good reviews. Did you choose that venue, or did they? They cho- they chose. They recorded others. Okay. Like, listen, we know it's, it'll sound good. We know how to set it up. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I've played there before. I'll be comfortable. It's small, but I, I like that. It's got an intimate yeah. feel to yeah. it. And everything else, it's like that's that's quality control. It was like I never want to hustle my way to get something. Yeah. I'm kind of changing my attitude now. Yeah. But I figure let them come to me because at least that way I can go to bed at night thinking like, oh, I'm doing good as opposed to knowing I bullshitted my way into getting up. You can see people that hustle their way onto shows yeah. and kiss ass onto shows. And then they get on the show and they can't, they can't hack it up mm-hmm. there. And so like, yeah, I don't want to do that. I want to bullshit my way into a situation and then shit the bed. Yeah. So it's like, no, you ask me. You ask me when you think I'm ready, world. And that's a long way to go. It is. I mean, because don't you think like there's like – there's there's a dirt mm. there's so many uh, stand up specials now mm. and everyone's everyone's trying to shoot a special yeah and it makes it hard to be able to sell a special well that's why I was talking about that bubble yeah, <laughs> when I, when I, when yeah. I, I'm lucky I got it right before now 
Well, I mean, what Netflix is putting a special out every week. Yeah, and, and big ones. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's just, but like we okay. So the first special we <laughs> shot was what 2012, I think, right? 2013, 2013. 2012. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we got into uh, uh, you know a row of. Um, of the Netflix specials, right? So Netflix mm-hmm. bought a bought a block of specials from a lot of people, and, yeah. and so we we were able to. But what, what, but but what we did though is we couldn't we didn't want to wait for the deals, so we decided we would shoot our first special on our own. Yeah, and so we waited, and so we shot our own in in San Francisco at the Punchline. Okay, and we shot you know the weekend. We got buddies with cameras, and mm-hmm. we shot. Uh, f- you know, four shows with two cameras, and then just cut it all together as if it was one special. Yeah, and then luckily we sold to Netflix because we were out of pocket, right? Yeah, but it, it just because it seemed like you couldn't get the stand-up special deal uh, to to pay for the special. Yeah, I'm. <clears throat> I mean, your first uh, your first hour long was Comedy Central, like a like a it was, it was, was Comedy, Central. Comedy Central, and they yeah. paid for it. They paid for it. They paid me, and they paid for it. Where did you shoot that? Uh, the first one was at that's Whiskey um, Icarus, or that, yeah, yeah, Whiskey yeah. Icarus was in San Francisco at the Fillmore. Okay, and uh, it was good. I mean, it went well, and it was well received. My only problem was that with that is like at least Netflix something it lives out there. People that's are like, I want to watch you're this, talking about. Yeah. and they could just go watch it. And yeah. mine, you got to dig for like yeah. Sometimes you get one blast and then it's gone. Yeah, because we I, like, yeah. I, I wanted I'm to watch. Of it. I wanted yeah, to watch a few the, the older one, the the first two or whatever. Yeah, and so I went searching for yours, and they're hard. To, you can't. They're hard to get. Yeah, and, and that same thing with this. Our second one, we did Comedy Central, and you can see clips, but you can't. The first one we did on Netflix, and you can go fucking watch it whenever you, you can want. Just search yeah. this, and yeah. you find it, and. Yeah, I mean, I got my gripes about about that kind of stuff. I'm not trying to bite the hand of feet. But does it make you change your mind the next time you? So you've done three. Have you changed? I've done three because they're still treating me well over there, and I've gotten all three were at Comedy Central. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And do they? And how do they promote it? Like, do they put a lot of money behind it? Or you get this last one? I got a few billboards around town. I thought that was cool. Yeah, you know, you get some. They'll advertise. I do the voiceover for it, so I know when. Right. You do the Comedy Central. Which ads I'm running? Yeah, I know what the ad is. Yeah. but it does kind of go away, and it should be going away into an accessible place yes. afterwards. Yeah. Yes, uh, you know, and I, th- that's upsetting. You, you put a lot of work into these things, yeah. and especially if you put a lot of work in, like if you're if you're something like you guys going out of pocket. Yeah, you want it to be seen. I'm not putting it out there so it can go yeah. away. If yeah, it, I, I'm not embarrassed. Yeah, I mean, both I, of our first ones were out of pocket. That one we sold to Netflix, and then luckily the second one went out of pocket, and we shot at Denver Comedy Works. Yeah, oh another and, another one of the top. And yeah, I love it. Place. We love it, and yeah. we were able to shoot there for the weekend. Also haunted, by the way. Is it haunted? Too? Oh yeah, it's old, old bank vault where the office is. Oh yeah. Awesome. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Huh? Ben Ben Roy, of, uh, Denver comic, who's in those who can't. One of the creators of. It. He's like, okay. who's like a real no bullshit old school sleeve tattoo punk dude. One day he's like. Oh yeah, this place is totally haunted. Like when when somebody tells you about a ghost, they're like you don't you don't believe in this you can bullshit. Tell by the kind of person, yeah, and then they're yeah, into yeah. it. They're like, oh yeah, no, yeah. Just, yeah. Okay. Sorry to get distracted. No, no. So we so we <laughs> went out of pocket, and then we were able to sell, sell that one to Comedy Central. Yeah, and so, um, but each time we do this, we're like, you know, it would be nice if this was the case, or that was the case, or whatever it is, you know, because you spent a couple of years putting. That. What's yeah? What's the uh, what's the ideal? I don't know what it is. I'm not a business I don't know. person. I, I took a bunch of shit from people because I put a tweet out, which was a joke. But I was like, I, I, I wrote, I know more people who have seen UFOs than have seen a show on CISO. Yeah. And fucking, 
That was like two dude, weeks ago. Dude, they're a buyer, dude. They're uh, a buyer. Be careful. So I, well, I know. And I thought, I'm like, I'm like it, but it's, you listen, see, so if you're a comedy network, why don't you recognize a fucking joke instead of now retweet me every fucking, t- oh, so every CISO, day. So CISO fucking can have to. Oh, CISO's all like, but we all have this. And then. He's the voice of Comedy Central. Yeah, that's Cam, Cameron Esposito, like, made a, a joke about it because our show's on there. I was like, yeah. guys, remember, remember how we all do comedy? Yeah. Remember that? Remember how we do comedy? <laughs> Dude, you're at war with CISO. Yeah, you sell, uh, you well, sell your next one to CISO. Bro. You know what? Fuck me then. Whatever. What? What? What, what else is going to go? Well, behind? but no, you, this is interesting because it's like, you, but you it's know. a gag. But it's like, sure. I, I wish them the best. Sure. Yeah. But like, even that was supposed to be ideal, and then still, nobody. There's too much stuff out there. That's it's that's the cluttered, case. and yeah. it's and it's hard to figure out how to break through it. If you it's, know, you know, it's well, hard. It actually be doesn't the, be quality. The only thing you but can control is the quality, right? That's now. what's great about what you. I mean. So you keep putting out specials. Yeah. I think that's what you have to – I think that's what everyone needs to do, but you're up yeah. against, you know. And I, th- that was the beginning. Again, instead of going to them, yeah. I want them to come. So the only thing I can control is the quality of what I put out, and I just hope that the word of mouth is the ultimate promotion, and that gets it around. That is it, gets somebody to be like, I saw this thing, and it was real funny. I mean – you could put out all the YouTube clips and shit that you want, yeah. but it's, it's somebody going share this clip. Yeah, yeah. Somebody going that was funny. I want to share this clip. Yeah, that's what gets it out there. That's yeah. how. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, it's the it's not a commercial. It's your friend going. You should see this. It's funny. So then, how yeah. did you get approached to do your first special? I went through the I went through the combine at uh, at Comedy Central. Right, you, you did do, their half hour. You did the half hour and yeah. a few people from that that. You know, I was making my own traction with that album and then just going the old, just the punk route of just every, everything I saw in bands growing up where they were just tour and like, we'll play wherever. Yeah. We don't want, if you could just put us, if you could put us up, that's great. We'd like to make money for gas to get to the next town. And then you hope the next time you come through, there's a few more people yeah. and you make a few more bucks. Yeah. Like, all right. That's how I'll do it. I don't have credits to get into clubs. That was mm-hmm. the you know the thing before. Now you do. Now I do. Now yeah. I'll play clubs. But yeah. I'll still play, I'm playing a barn festival this weekend in <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> but it's probably with a bunch of other you know high end. And you're probably getting a paycheck for it. I, I mean, versus the offer that came in for a comedy club two days after this barn thing came in. <laughs> no, I'm not getting a lot of money for this barn gig. Yeah. But I'm like I like told them that I'll do it. I'm like all right, these club dates can always be rescheduled. And, sure. And. The club dates aren't nearly as fun as these weirdo shows. And so that yeah. was – I just – I'm like, I'm going to go out and that's how I'm going to tour. I'm going to do it like how these bands – all these bands that I was seeing getting successful now got it because they worked hard and they had so, something of quality and of worth yeah. that they were bringing town to town. I was like, I could do that with comedy and it's easier because I don't have gear. I don't have to load anything in. Yeah. I had a pickup truck with a, with a shell on the back. I went out for a month in the summer in 2010 and I did that – in the summer of 11, and the summer of 12, too. And I would just go out and like, okay, I got a date in St. Louis, and I got a date in Atlanta. If there's anybody in between these cities on these open dates that has a show anywhere, I'll come to the show. Right. Yeah. And I'll sell the CDs afterwards that would pay for my gas. Yeah. And could you see And, and I still have those relationships. Grow. Yeah. You see those audiences yeah. growing that. Yeah. 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 I would come back. I still, the people that booked the show for me in 2010 in Chattanooga are the people I still deal with. Going back there now, yeah. playing, you know, the first show was 50 people in a bar, and now it's, you know, like a 300 like a seat. Yeah. It's not yeah. huge, yeah, but, but it's still, I mean, you. It, it, it keeps me in the black, and, yeah. it, and, it, and it's also a fun show to do as opposed to 
whatever you know. And I saw Al's Al's yeah. Chuckle Farm, and he's even hacked to make a bad comedy club name <laughs> reference. But you go to these places, people got Groupons, and they're sitting there staring at you, like, "Why don't yeah. you talk about your dick or yeah. your wife or something?" <laughs> yeah. Make fun of fucking foreigners, like. Well, I I, I, uh, no. I saw you're going to so you're touring like Europe. Soon, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a new? Have you been over there, or is this a new thing? I've been there a few times. Not something I've done. London a few times. I did the Edinburgh Festival, yeah. and I did. Uh, Are the audiences different? Are the way you tell jokes different? Well, sometimes you just realize how obviously American your references mm-hmm. are. Yeah, and so it's just it's just the same version. It's just a, more, a global version of when you move and do stand up, and you see somebody trying to do a joke about their neighborhood in mm-hmm. a different city. Yeah. They're in a different city. It's, it's, it's but it's not the kind of thing where the audiences there will accept uh, a longer story with less. Laughs in it. Well, it depends. Some places they love it. I get. I was doing this place called the Soho in London, which is a theater, and they expect more of a theatrical presentation. Okay. And if you You just do, yeah, if you just do stand up, (laughs) well, no, they they want like it's they. they, they, There's some places they love the the one person show aspect of it, which some of them are done great. Chris Gethards, that's out there right now. I got seeing him like the first incarnation of it in Montreal a couple years ago. I just watched suicide, and it's like I was like. Like laughing and crying at a thing. Oh, yeah. And it's, it, a diff- it's a different. It's like not really stand up. It's more like. It's another level. Yeah. There's like a cathartic kind of like. Um, I'm going to. It's, like, it's a true one person yeah. show. It's a one man show. It's a, yeah, it's a true show. piece yeah, of yeah, theater. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is also from a comedic mind. So the funny yeah. parts are really And I was funny. mesmerized by it. I was like, holy shit. Like, I yeah. was like. I don't know if I'm going to like this or not, but I started sort of watching it and I'm like, God, I can't stop. No, that's, yeah, can't that's stop like, watching That's this. like the, the Dennis Leary No Cure for Cancer that he was doing back in the early 90s. Yeah. It was just that. His ninety minute one man show. Yeah, his ninety minute. Here's Bill but it's not Hicks even but the Chris, like Chris's yeah. Chris Gutter's show is like it's, <laughs> it's like, very personal. It's like there are tearful moments and there's mm-hmm. like you know you're like whoa it's a different. But it's it's also coming from a comedian, so the yeah, jokes yeah, are real. Jokes. It's not like yeah. hack jokes that you tolerate. In no, a no, 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 they're very story. personal. They're very personal. Yeah, somebody yeah. A, is a, a, a dramatist's effort to lighten a mood. Yeah, it's a comedian being serious for one. But so not you, for once. But when you were playing overseas, like in the so was Soho House was it? Or, yeah, there's Soho so, Theater. So and then sometimes you get these reviews, and it's like. But is if it, you read a review and it's positive, you're like, finally, somebody gets it. And if yeah. it's negative, you're like, you're full of <laughs> shit. Fuck, what do you know? Yeah. So you pick and choose whatever your reviews. You, positive ones are always right. Yeah. Negative ones are always wrong. So I realize that. But some of the reviews are like, oh, it's just not. It's but like, is it fans or is, or is there a lot of random people who nah, are That place I didn't get much. It was weird. I did all these shows at the so there and the staff there. And it's not a, a diss on them. But just in London, you got a thousand things going on, and I, you sure. know I, I should be, I should play one night there. Yeah, but you're going all the way overseas. You want to make it more worthwhile. Yeah. But then after that run of shows there, I went up to Manchester. I'm like, I don't even know what Manchester's like. <laughs> I get there, and it was a phenomenal show, and just like the shows I put together here, you know, it's a like 200 people in some rock venue on a Sunday night, just willing to stand for a show. Yeah. You're grateful for. I, I kind of wish they would put chairs out. <laughs> yeah. like, no, you want you want this venue? It's standing room only. Yeah. I'm like, all right, God, better make got to make it energetic, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it was so it was fantastic. So I'm hoping for that. You know, there's expats everywhere. Yeah, uh, I, I played Mexico City and and uh, Monterey. He's yeah. just an uh, like a punk promoter who brought bands down. He's like, this is gonna sound every time. Something starts with like, I don't know if this idea is gonna work. <laughs> I'm like, I'm on board. Okay. <laughs> Whenever somebody's like, gonna throw this killer show, I'm like, fucking no. Yeah. No, you're wrong. Yeah. 
first time. What are you, like, like, what are you DJ promoter who wants <laughs> yeah, to get, yeah. a con- get the fuck out of here? So, so it has music been- guy, like, listen, if you want, don't mind playing the patio of an enchilada place in Monterey, Mexico. I'm like, I'm there. I'm like, let's do it. How does it go playing in front of a, like a non-English speaking crew? It was actually better than I thought it was going to be. A lot of people you could tell were there because they wanted to support this promoter, but a lot of people did speak English. It's pretty exciting. Like you go on Netflix, there's a lot of uh, Spanish speaking specials on there. Yeah. And I was watching one because the guy looks weird. He looks like a Mexican Hedberg. And, uh, and the jokes are funny. I'm watching the subtitles. And the jokes are funny, and they're very Hedbergian uh, uh, observations. But that's what I started doing because I saw Hedberg. I'm like, oh, that's that's like a guy that's not yeah. talking about his wife and kids with his blazer yeah. sleeves rolled <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. And now stand up's so new in Mexico that it was just starting to flourish. So this is a, and this guy was like, I want to start doing stand up. So I had you know three Spanish speaking comics open for me, and you could listen to them. Oh, you wow. could hear the cadence. Like, oh, that's the punchline. I don't know what they said. <laughs> yeah. But you could tell, like, it's like, oh, that person listens to Seinfeld because they sound yeah. like Seinfeld in Spanish. That person listens to Hedberg. They sound like Hedberg that, in Spanish. That's like at the at the Just for Last Festival. You know, you'll be in your hotel room during the daytime, and you oh. can hear, like, the the French-Canadian oh, comedians. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just for rire. Yeah. Just for oh, rire. they still can't get enough of that. Oh, God, it's a, it's a, it's a baby carriage, but it's got a mustache. <laughs> this baby is an old man. They fucking love that still. Yeah. That festival poisons me because you don't know. It's a citywide festival for yeah. people I don't know. Yeah. The entire city is engulfed in comedy. Yeah. And it's fun from a social point of view, I feel like. For a couple days. Yeah. I saw a yeah. woman just fall in the lobby of the hotel and I laughed because I thought, you never know if it's just it's a Chicago. gag. Sure. And then somebody else ran over to help her up. And I'm like, sure. oh, I just I just laughed at a, a woman <laughs> falling because I was like, oh, it's just for real. Like, I think everything because they're in the street. It's going on everywhere in the city. It is. But the audiences are like a little, like you're like, there's a disconnect, I feel like. That, but, yeah, the, yeah, the big galas. Yeah. I mean, some of them, like, it, it is, it's tougher up there. I think it was tougher up there than it was in Mexico City. Yeah. There's a bunch of Spanish people. How, Spanish how often do you go like, up regularly? Like, say you're in LA here for a couple of weeks. You, you, do you go up or do you now? Do you, do you go I, on the road? I, or I've what? been allowing myself some, some mental health days more often. So I used to be like up, off. like, yeah, I used to be up. You as everyday guys? Kind of thing. Or? Every day, every other day. Yeah, I get off. I mean, you know, now I'm just going out weekends. I can't do. I got a, I got a lady friend, so doing a month on the road isn't really on the books anymore. Sure. Would she it come with you? up? No, I mean she's got her life. Oh, and she her has job. responsibility. Yeah, yeah. She's a she's a real adult person. <laughs> yeah, and, and oh, has her fine. things to do. Yeah. Weird, yeah. And also, yeah, it's like, hey, yeah, why don't you put you know, would it put your cute little job on hold and hey, come? Come on, we're going yeah. to do some. Stuff. You're gonna love the road. Come make sure I <laughs> don't get lonely it. in this Hampton Inn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. You want to sleep on a want to you, sleep on a double bed in a Hampton Inn? You come to Friday morning press with me. <laughs> right, so, yeah, great. A, we'll go to a Denny's afterwards. And how yeah. how often do you, do you yeah. turn over material? Like how often do you turn? Do, are you always writing or are you like perfecting? No, it's, I get I, if I'm on the road, I get sick of it real quick. So yeah. like I'll, I'll have I recorded the last one a year ago. Yeah, recorded and then May, May last year. Yeah, I don't do anything yeah. else. Maybe like the month afterwards if you don't have anything ready yet. Sure, but that's what I think. Oh, it's writing time. So now yeah. I got an hour. It's not polished yet, but it could like. Well, we could. I mean, you know, I, I'm looking to like maybe record it. Do you ever by the end of the year? Do you ever? Uh, something we talk about a lot is like after you've recorded the special, then you're still out there on the road and you're doing some of the material you just shot, mm. and you're still coming up with awesome new jokes for oh, the all shit the that time. you just filmed. Like, oh, well, fuck! Why did well, I put that in the fucking? Yeah. That's what I was saying in the beginning. It's yeah. never finished. Yeah, and you'll torture yourself. If you go like all of a sudden, just buyer's remorse, yeah. like like oh God, it could have been like this. It's like nope, new one now. 
And yeah. then I just get sick of it real quick. Like, that's why I don't understand how theater people do it. Like, that's... Yeah, every day like, the same the, show. The and... skill isn't just the acting, but, like, Broadway, like, go up. Yeah, every day I ask somebody, like, how do they do it? It's like, I, like, I pick a different emotion for the character every day. Yeah. Like, today I'm uh, angry Jeff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow I'm sad Jeff. And that's how they do the whole show. Right. With, like, kind of infusing it with a different emotion. I'm like, oh, that keeps it interesting. It doesn't really work for my stand-up particularly. But, like, yeah, I just but get that, sick yeah. of saying the same. That was Edinburgh. Absolutely. I, I did an Edinburgh Festival, and it's a show every night. It's an hour show. Yeah. For, you get one night off in 30 days. Oh, fuck. And 30 uh, days? Yeah, 30 days. And it was not for me. Was, I hated it. It wasn't the fault of the festival. I'm just not built for that. At yeah. least yeah. I need to change it. At least on the road, you drove in or flew in. You had a different experience that day. And you interacted with someone that could inform the way you want to start. This... I was miserable and I found myself – you could hear the same words coming out of your mouth and you're sure. looking at the same part of the wall that you looked at the night before. Yeah. And you're just thinking like, I wonder if that falafel place will be open after this. <laughs> I mean I think they're open. Like, and you're real. But the words, the jokes yeah, are coming no, no. out of your mouth. Yeah. Like that's, my fifth show of the weekend or oh. whatever it is. I always kind of feel that way like uh, – That's right, I've said done. these words enough. I've said these words enough. Yeah. Will you, will you – uh, something that gives me great anxiety is when I have to practice my set – for the first time in a weekend, you know, I'm either going to do oh. it Thursday morning. Do you do you practice or you just go on? No, I kind of – I still have my security blanket of having my notes in my pocket. Yeah. Just like, on stage? If, ju- like, really? I just had my parachute. Okay. This, well, this last weekend I hadn't – I had a couple weeks off and I was like had a lot else going on in yeah. my life that I wasn't just thinking about my jokes and, oh, maybe I can – so I was like, oh, shit, I forgot what I talk about on stage. So I had to put them on a stool like right. discreetly next to the water. But that was – it was – there was a Charlie Rose interview with Frank Langella. Yeah. Which this seems like it's coming out of nowhere. But I, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was having a miserable weekend somewhere a few years ago and I just you know, got to the hotel room, turned the TV on as I'm settling in and that was what was on. Yeah. And it was first it was just Frank Langella talking about how excited he was that Beyonce was at the inauguration. <laughs> that shows how long ago it was. I was like, well, Frank Langella talking about Beyonce is weird enough. Yeah. But then somebody just asked me like, what are you – like – there was a theater question, and it was his advice towards actors, like like actors that would get mad that oh I didn't do it right, I didn't do it the same way I did it last night. He's like, you should never do it the same way, never ever do it the same way. It should be different every time. Yeah. And the next night, I went on stage and I was like, I'm going to do this bit, and this is a Louis C.K. thing too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do this bit that I did at the end. I'm going to do it at the beginning, and right. I'm going to purposely fuck myself. Because now I just did my best joke at the beginning, at the beginning right? yeah. and now i got to make everything else. And that's the Louis C.K. bit. Like yeah, yeah, You yeah. do that with every joke. So every joke you do Is can be the closer. And also, it just it goes back to like the improv thing where I don't have improv skills, but now I have to think while I'm on stage. Oh, what do I do next? Or, wow, that made me think by changing the order – I thought of this thing I wrote two years ago that I haven't done in a while. Yeah, it's a great, and, and you know, um, the problem is you get into that crutch of, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to switch my shit up. I yeah. know my closure works, and my closure's going to mm-hmm. fucking work. Yeah. So I'm not and then it stops. My, my opener, go fuck yourself. And it stops working because you think that way. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's yeah, got to yeah. work. And just hear the same. I wonder how yeah. bands do it. Like, you know, just anything where you've got to do the same thing every night. I feel like it's okay. Like, I feel like the three minute version of the song is different than doing that. Well, but that's like, like, like Pearl Jam would do that shit. They're like, we play a different set list every night. And we, yeah. We don't even know what it's going to be when yeah. jam bands exist out of boredom. You know, that's, yeah, that's, that's, they're, they're, that's why they're only interesting to the musicians. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, well, that's, you know, it's funny because like we're talking about like the five minutes building up to the 15 minutes. Mm. And it's funny now because it's like going back to the beginning. Like, I used to think it was hard. I'd be like, how could you get 45 minutes going? Yeah. Now I'm like, how could I come up with a five-minute bit that kills? Yeah. 
Like that to me seems like more challenging because now I'm accustomed to just being able to fucking go out there and yeah. Yeah. talk bullshit. Nobody's telling you you only got five minutes. Yeah, yeah. and that's, that's what's good. TV spot. Like sure. when you get a TV spot, get, get your get you guys uh, a Conan spot. Yeah, and then you'll learn that you'll learn that skill real well, see, quick. That's, the, thing. that's, that's <laughs> yeah. the sketch. The sketch thing is like we never had to do that. Like we came mm-hmm. out, we the first thing we show we did we had ten minutes. All oh, of us had ten minutes, and that's yeah. an hour long show. And then we started, you know, punting people. And then it was yeah. like we were immediately doing half an hour. So it was never that moment of like, all right, you got three minutes, you got five minutes. But you remember yeah. we never had that. We were yeah. such fucking geeks about it too. Cause it's like sometimes you'd come off the stage and be like, holy shit, I just did, I was out there for eighteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and now like that's. That's fucking nothing. Eight uh, minutes is nothing. Just looking for the light. Like, yeah. oh, just tell me it's yeah. 45 minutes. Like, I'm out of ideas. I'm yeah. out of thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. All right. What are we plugging? What do we plug? Let's plug. Oh, uh, let's, let's plug. What about those who can't even talk about those who can't? We didn't talk about those, those who can't. Well, is that well, third, that third season, right? Third season, third season? Yeah, we're starting it. Starting it. They're writing it now. Starting to shoot it in a couple weeks all summer. And you so shoot it next year. Yeah, shoot, shoot at Van Nuys High. That's great. Right where they shot uh, Fast Time. That's, that's the fucking dream gig. That's the dream gig. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot the summer here, do a TV show. In, in t- well, and that's the thing. I don't know what a dream game. I'm like, oh, no, you got could, it. I'm an actor? Oh, TV I'm an fucking, actor now. That's a, that's TV a, regular in Los Angeles is the fucking dream game. <laughs> All right. I'm going to remember that You've when I made it, my, dude. My quarter trailer booth you that I it. get to sit in in my yeah. dude. dick sock and green makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I made it. Look at me. I'm a bright, shining star. This is the pinnacle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The makeup woman's face in your asshole. Yeah. yeah. Just, um, Let's see what kind of uh, oh hold out hold out for a better fucking trailer that's what you do I don't I'm, I'm a team player I'm a team he shows player up 45 guys. minutes late it's yeah, not, it's sure. Not, sure 45 sure. minutes late bro they, they listen they can afford the overtime true TV they don't have the pocket nah, nah, I sit right. in my sliver listen I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a, I'm a budget get all right <laughs> TV way to go where are you when are you going to Europe that's end of July okay end of July we got tons of over. European fans bro really yeah fuck right. yeah bro beer fest get you in with them yeah yeah like beer fest yeah, yeah. love that shit all right well then yeah I'll be in I got. Three or four nights in England. I got uh, Berlin, and I got. I'm doing a, f- a festival in Ireland. Wow, the, that sounds uh, fun. The, the the Dublin Comedy Festival, and I'm being. Uh, we should go to the Dublin Amsterdam too. Yeah. What the fuck are we? You ever go to Sweden? You perform in Sweden? No Sweden. And uh, yeah, Katie reminding me to Katie. <laughs> yeah, well, Katie. And, and and Boogie Monster the podcast, which okay. is obviously when is how often do you talk? About? Katie's all over. That's us weekly. Today. That came out. That'll be weekly. Yeah. And every well, what days is like the day? Tuesdays. And where do people find it? Uh, Katie, where do people I, online? Okay, isn't that where podcasts live? Yeah, uh, where iTunes. podcasts live. Yeah, iTunes. <laughs> okay, online where podcasts live. That's, That's right. a slogan of online. That's, right. That's it. iTunes. All right. Well, uh, thanks, gonna... dude. It's good hanging out. Yeah, we're good. shooting the shit. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Thank you. We're yeah, gonna. We, eat we did some deep diving oh. into. Yeah. Oh, and I, yeah. Oh, I forgot. I'm in movies. Oh, yeah. What movies? <laughs> tell us what movies. I forgot. I'm in. A, I'm in a movie called Random Tropical Paradise with Brooks Whelan, which is coming oh, out nice. soon. And uh, I got I'm, I'm, I think I think my face might be in no, no other body part. I think I'm in uh, the house, which is a big. It's uh, Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a little okay. I'm a little yeah. guy in that one. Yeah, okay. that's okay. gonna be a big in, movie though. Yeah, like like my push is gonna be what gets the film. You the see Canadian in that movie? You see Canadian in the house? I, I don't think Holy I was gonna hear shit. about this Will Ferrell movie until Canadian yeah. brought it. Up. Holy fuck, Dude, he's good in that. I've been watching. <laughs> I've been watching. I know. I know. We're done. I've been watching the uh, People versus O.J. Simpson. You know that FX oh, show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been and. In episode six or seven, there's just like a scene like Marsha Clark is just getting reamed by the fucking press and everything. Mm-hmm. And she she's in the supermarket depressed and the checkout clerk picks up her box of Tampax. He's like, guess it's going to be a rough week for somebody else in court, huh? <laughs> and puts it down. And that's his fucking line. I'm like, 
That's the part I want. And who, who was it? Yeah, just, no, it's just a random dude who. But got if to you make... can crush that line, somebody in this town would be like, "Who's that guy?" Who's yeah. I like that? Who's that? The tampon guy. The tampon guy. The grocery. Oh, yeah, I like. Give that me the guy. tampon guy. That's what I want. There's no. There's no small parts. Only oh. small actors. That's right. All right. Um, all right. Kanane. I feel like Kanane's like a last name guy. Kanane. Don't you think? It's, it's a solid handle. Yeah. Kyle. What about K2? People call you K2? Not right. Oh, that's a great one, though. No? K squared once in a while. K squared? Okay. I call myself that. Kanane's okay. good. Kyle is just bullies or nerds. <laughs> Kanane. Kanane's tough. Kanane's what about Kyle Chandler? Love that guy. Kyle like Chandler? Chandler? Call him Chandler. Yeah. Kanane, though. That's tough. That's, like a, that's, that's an a, action. It is an I'll action take, movie. I like it. Get Kanane. it out. That's an action movie. I look good. Let's start Kanane. it. Kanane. Kanane. Gave up on my life in the woods yeah. to start serving some justice in the big city. Gets his strength from his beard. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, all right. Thanks, Kanane. Thanks for joining us, dude. <laughs> Thanks, dudes. Uh, we got you on the way out. What are you going to eat? What are you going to eat? Um, gosh, I don't know. What should I have? Oh, you tell me. Uh, Cracker Jacks. Okay, Cracker Jacks. Um, okay, I am going to go with a tuna fish sandwich with Lay's potato chips okay. layered across the top. Extra mayo. That's impressive. What do you got? I was thinking pastrami. Oh, okay. All right. I love it all. Thanks, dude. We'll talk to you guys next week. Now leaving Nerdist.com.